everyone, and welcome to the premiere edition of the Spoiler Cast. I'm your host Dan Zarzicki, and I'm uh, joined here today by Tristan Athern Hess. Hello, ladies. <laughs> and we're also joined by Patrick Knight. Hey, how's it going? And just to give you guys sort of a, because this is our first episode, sort of a taste of what this show's about. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts myself, and I'm pretty sure you guys listen to at least one or two amongst you, amongst you guys. A little bit. And uh, I was, I was sort of annoyed that not enough podcasts talk about the ending of games or talk about a discussion of the whole game. And I'm, I'm always been so excited. I beat a game and. I just want to talk about it. I want to hear people talking about their opinion of the ending. Um, today, of course, we're going to be talking about Bioshock. Uh, yep. And, I mean, there's, there's, so many, there's so many different games that are so story-driven these days to not talk about the ending right. and try to right. pick it apart. It's right. just an injustice. Right. You're, you're talking about games. You're like, oh, man, it's so awesome. Why is it so awesome? I can't tell you because yeah. I'll spoil it. Yeah. Yeah. What? what? Like... Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, we. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what that's what this podcast is about, and I hope you guys enjoy it. And um, you know, leave leave, leave comments. Uh, we're actually going to have an email up if you guys want to uh, send in emails, talk about games you want us to talk about, or subjects you want us to talk about. I'm going to have you guys send an email to cast at threeheadedboy.com. I'll provide the links and stuff like that there, and we'll, and we'll talk about it there. Which it's weird that three headed boy when there's three of us here for this yeah, episode because we're actually down somebody. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So. Uh, we're off to a good start today. We uh, <laughs> we're, we're supposed to have four of us. Uh, the, the the person in question, the the, the third, uh, the fourth member. I'm sorry, uh, Ryan is not here today. So no, no. Off, off to a great start. No, no, he's the third member. Oh, yeah. Was a cow. Yeah, <laughs> the ones that matter are here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Patrick. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Third so, member and then Patrick. <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk about Bioshock in a little bit. Do a little review, and then later on in the episode, we're going to talk about stuff that regards the ending. So don't worry about it just yet. Um, but uh, yeah, let's just let's just jump right into it. So uh, Tristan, what have you been what have you been up to? What have you been playing? So I've mainly been focusing, well, I mainly focused on finishing up Bioshock. I just spent my last day off like, oh my god, I have to finish Dead Space 3. Yeah. Oh my god, I have to finish this game. Which I haven't played. I don't, have you played Patrick? No, I never, I never touched uh, Dead Space. I kind of missed it. Really? Any of them? No, not any of them. I think I played... It's an unfortunate uh, circumstance. I think I played like uh, the first... I don't know. Hour of the first game decided it was too scary for me, <laughs> and then I and then I and then I played uh, Dead Space Two uh, a little bit. Uh, that was the only game I ever rented on GameFly. <laughs> I had it for two months and I never got around to playing it. And what, uh, GameFly or Dead Space? Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, so we're kind of we're I guess Patrick and I are both kind of kind of green to it. What, what, so what's up with Dead Space Three? Uh, did you play the other two? Uh, you must have. Yes. I assume. Yeah. 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 Uh, yes, I played Dead Space One and Two. Loved the first two. Yeah. Um, Destiny 3, it's really different. Yeah. Like, it's much more action-oriented. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, Isaac Clarke, the main character by this point, has been through this shit twice before. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you kind of... The scary element? I mean, and there are some ele- some moments that are, like, ball-numbingly sh- scary. <laughs> like, um, I had... Uh, Actually, it's, this is in one of my Let's Plays, so oh, okay. if, uh, for those of you who don't know, I also do a Let's Play Shameless series. plug. Shameless, say, shameless <laughs> plug! <laughs> um, it's, it's on one of my Let's Plays, where I'm walking around, and I'm just walking through this corridor, and I hear a noise. I'm like, what's that? And I look up, and there's a monster on the yeah. ceiling right above me. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I start walking away, so I'm like, please don't wake up. Please don't wake And then it wakes up and drops and attacks me. I'm like, ah, get out of here! Well, I mean, um, if it didn't wake up, then it wouldn't be there. Yeah. Exactly. But I was like, it was just one of those picture perfect moments where you just stop and you slowly pan up and, oh, <laughs> yeah. 
So one thing, one thing I, I, I often find with, with survival, survival horror games or scary games in general is it seems like whenever a sequels come out, they become less and less about the scare and more, about, more and more about combat. I know that Dead Space 3 is the only game in the series to have the co-op aspect yes. of it. So yep. I was wondering like, if, if it's less scary than the other two. or it, There are less terrifying moments. Um, I will say this. The co-op is really well done. Okay. Like, they do a really good job of making you work together. Okay. On lots of little things. So it's not like it's not like Fear Three where <laughs> you're trying to undermine each other as you're helping each other at the yeah. same time. No, no. It's so like <laughs> there'll be parts where one of you will have to lift something up while the other one does something else. Sure. Or there are element there are parts of the game where you have to work on a puzzle. And if you're doing the single player bit, you're unmolested while you're working on the puzzle. Okay. And then as soon as you're done with the puzzle, that's when they all jump out. Interesting. On the co-op version. Ah. One player's doing the puzzle, and the other player's defending him from the <laughs> ravening hordes while he's trying to fix the puzzle. So it's like, oh god, turn it faster! I'm trying to turn it as fast as I can! <laughs> I think you I should I... put that bit there! I know! <laughs> I saw a part of that, actually. They were, they, they were trying to solve a puzzle, and they had to keep stopping in the middle of it because there was something attacking them, Yep. and they had to double-team it, otherwise sure. it just reamed them. Yep. Um... The other thing, too, is... So I mainly play through the single player. Okay. And there is there are a lot of times in the single player where you're like, okay, this was obviously meant for the co-op. So it mm-hmm. feels like the co-op is really how it was meant to be played. Okay. And they did a really good job with that. And okay. I will give them that. Okay. But is it is it unbalanced in some cases, like in the single player? If... It's a little unbalanced sometimes. Like, near the end, there's some optional missions... Okay. If you're trying to do yourself, or just like, forget it. Oh wow. Okay. It's just like it's <laughs> like, well, there goes all my ammo, and I'm still knee deep in enemies. But it's not as it's not as imbalanced as I actually uh, I actually touched uh, a bugbear a couple weeks ago. Oh. Uh, Kane and Lynch Dog Days, the second one. <laughs> Dear God, that game is actually more difficult in co-op because your AI partner, if you're actually playing this game single player on the highest difficulty, is immortal. So he just does all the work and you follow. But if you play with an actual person, yeah. you have to keep both of you alive. Oh, jeez. Kane and Lynch too, huh? Oh. That was not an experience I will soon forget. That was, yeah. That was an hour of no. That was, that was Square Enix, right? <laughs> was that Square Enix? Are they... Was it? Well, that's IDOS, right? But d- they, well, they did a lot of, like... Uh, cutscene think... work with it, graphical okay. work with it. Okay. Were, were they? Was IDOS with? When did Kane Lynch two come out? Because I don't know if Square Enix had bought them. At it's that been point a while. With yeah. It's been a while. Well, because because it was IDOS and Square Enix for right. um, Deus Ex: Human Revolution too. Yeah. Oh, well, right. Okay, right, 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 right. Which is why you can see a poster right, for Final right. Fantasy twenty seven right. in the game. <laughs> I oh. love that. Oh. Yeah, if they make it that far. Who said right. that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like seriously, Square Enix, give the people what they want. An HD re-release yeah. of Final Fantasy VII. There was a, there was actually a survey. Uh, did you see that survey? Oh, which survey are you talking about? I think about? it was on IGN, and it and it was what would drive you to buy a PS4. And I think the number one answer actually was um, a Final Fantasy VII remake. In HD. I know it's like okay, give the give them uh, Advent Children level graphics, <laughs> remaster the music so that it's full orchestral, mm-hmm. not MIDI. Tying up the storyline a little bit, you know, just not. Not a whole lot, but there are a few areas of the Final Fantasy VII story that are a little weak, and they can be tied up. And then keep everything else the same. Keep the materia system, keep the limit system, keep active time battle, so you don't mess it up like you have kind of like the newer Final Fantasy games. Now, and people would buy the shit out of that! Now, now the question I have is, I, I played a, I played quite a bit of Final Fantasy VII. 
And I, I always remember the 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 top down view system, or as you're as you're going through each area, or the 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 distance from you to the character. Yeah. And I I wonder how that would translate in HD. Like, would you would you be closer to the character? Would you, or would you just have better detail? Or I would say probably probably a little bit of both, or better camera controls. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would because I, I recall. Uh, oh God, there was a part I got to I couldn't see where in God's name I was. Yeah. I I missed like the exit. Because it just was not clear to me whatsoever where oh, yeah. it was. Because you had those fixed camera view, yeah, yeah, camera yeah. angles in like everywhere. That parallax and that um, those those pictures that you're walking, you're basically your character's walking on a picture basically yep. at that at that point. Yep. It's that uncanny valley that you that wasn't seen until uh, Mario Kart 64 with the uh, <laughs> exactly with the really exquisite looking character designs driving on just mud like this awful yep. looking awful looking stage. Yep. <laughs> Uh, were you uh, now? You played Dead Space Three. Uh, have anything else you've been playing, or anything you finished? I should say. Uh, I finished Dishonored a while back. I'm awesome. Knee deep in Nino Cooney, and I am too. So I think we'll hold off that. We'll hold that, off that, on that, that talk until we're both finished with it. Because oh my god, it's a JRPG. Yeah. It's gonna take forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, like, I was like forty hours. In, I'm forty hours in right now. I, and... I can best that. I'm yeah. ninety hours <laughs> into uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah, yeah. I'm, oh I'm, my I'm, god, I got to get back into that game too. Uh, oh, that's it's another, so that's another one of those good. Games. It's okay. just too big. Okay, all of you, if you own a Wii, <laughs> get Xenoblade Chronicles. Like it is seriously fantastic. It will consume your life. Like I said, I'm ninety <laughs> hours in. Um, but honestly, everything there is fantastic. The environments are huge. Characters are great. It's been a... There's a moment where I was almost moved to tears. Oh, really? And I'm I'm like, a game hasn't done that to me in a very long time. Sure. Actually, the last time that happened to me was Ocarina of Time. Well, you know, after the time skip. I'm but gonna, I was younger then, but, yeah. you know. I'm one of those hipsters that cried at the end of Journey. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Journey has a good ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it does. And I don't know why. It was like, why am I crying right now? And, and, well, we're, are, we're not in the spoiler mode yet, right? No. No. I don't think we are. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So there's a serious tone change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, yeah, the, yeah, end yeah. Of, <laughs> at the end of Journey. And that serious tone change. I, I feel so bad because is... we just, we just, I just was mentioning like, you know, a few minutes ago how I want this to be a discussion about people who have finished the games and now we're holding it off just like everybody else. So let's, you know what? Let's do this. Here, right. wait, wait, can we? Maybe we should set like okay. If a game is this old, yeah, we can assume most people have played and yeah, beaten sure. it. But we'll, we'll still we'll still preface it. So right now, yep, um, we're going to talk about spoilers for Journey. We'll yes. play music underneath. That'll be our new thing. That way, we'll know that we're spoiling something. If there's a little bit of like light music right. playing underneath, and that'll be our spoiler for that. Yep. Or what we can do is we could put like a music sting at the yeah, beginning. Be sure. Like, well, the only reason I want to <laughs> the only reason I think it might be nice to do it the whole time is that you know if you like accidentally like are skipping through it and then land on something and you hear a musical note. It's easy for you to say, okay, I probably shouldn't be listening. He's always thinking. Right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, except when he isn't. So, uh, Journey, spoilers, now. One, two, Two, three. three. Okay, here we go. All right. Okay. So, that part where you're climbing up that snowy mountain and it's just trudge, trudge, trudge. You start going slower and slower. And it's harder to keep moving and harder to keep moving and harder to keep moving. You're like, oh my god, is this the end? Now, did you play that with a friend? Or or a uh, A random companion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I did too. And I, thank, I got further than him. Yeah, so did I. Thank, thank God, I did too. That was what really did it for me because yeah. the, the guy, like, I mean, are you playing? Are you planning on playing this game or someday soon? Okay, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. if spoilers. Okay, so we're we're trudging up. We're, Not for me anyway. We're, so the whole game has this very very kind of happy 
tone at the beginning, but also kind of mysterious. And as you go through the game, it gets more and more dreary and dismal. There's actually a scene where there's like a monster, and it just gets more and more dreary. And at the very end of the game, and are you aware of the concept that you play with random people in, yep. in the environment? Yep, 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 yep. And so they just kind of pop in. Um, you're, you're you're sitting there, and you're uh, and you're and you're uh, walking up this mountain, and slowly but surely, your characters are slowing down as you're going with the snowy mountain. Right. And the person that you're climbing with, and you are both walking together up this mountain, right, in real time, and you're both like kind of slowly, <laughs> like yeah. trudging. Ugh. You should see us like waving arms right now, like yeah. actually pretending to do this right now, like miming it. Uh, so William really, said to Tenzing. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's really good though is that in the cold, your natural abilities are hindered. Right. But if you touch each other, yeah, it re- it revitalizes. It. Like if you brush up against each other. So yeah, we're already getting into the M-rated wow. stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And this is why um, this podcast is explicit, children. <laughs> but, um, uh, not yet. No, but, yeah. <laughs> but, but when you when you meet up, when you're when you're brushing against each other, it helps revitalize some of that. So you're like huddling together yeah. for warmth, you so know, being like, come on, man, you can do it. Just a little further, it's the two of you trudging side by side. And it's the most, like, awful thing because you're watching your, your like, friend here that you've been walking around with that you don't know dying next to you and you yeah. can't do anything about but, it. And, then, and I had the same partner for, like, the last half yeah, of the game. Yeah, me too, me too. So we were, like, yeah. we were totally yeah, in sync yeah. by the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With no voice chat. That's yes. the best thing about that game. Yeah. Is you yeah. communicate with your partner but right. you don't have any voice chat and it works. That's why I'm really excited about Destiny. Uh, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's going to be very, I think, I think they're going for that sort of motif too with that, yeah. with the drop in, drop out. Uh, people you don't necessarily know kind of helping you with your missions and things like that. So and, I'm really excited. And it's not even necessarily drop in because I've heard that you can just you can run into another player and all they have all they can, all they might do is uh, tip of the hat to you and pass yeah. away, pass <laughs> right. on. Right. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So that's, that's I'm just I'm just afraid Bungie may have done the full Molyneux. <laughs> like when you hear their if, yeah, you, yeah, if yeah. you talk or read or listen to their t- uh, sort of promos. For Destiny, they're like, we're making a world. And it's yeah, like, yeah. oh god, Bungie, please I, don't go the full Molyneux. I mean, they've been working on it for years. I have faith in those guys. They, well, I mean, they, I mean, they did that with they did that with Halo. I mean, they created the whole extended universe and yeah. you know that whole that whole area there and just that whole timeline, everything. So, I mean, they they've done this before. So it's it's not. I mean, I don't think it's I don't think it's obscene to uh, not obscene. What's the word I'm searching <laughs> for? <laughs> Absurd? absurd, absurd. There yeah. we go. Thank you. <laughs> uh, to think that they'll be able to do it again with uh, with an, with this new IP. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, and and don't get me wrong. I love Bungie, and I'm not a Halo fanboy. I'm a Bungie fanboy from way back when. Mm-hmm. You know, I I played Marathon when it came out. I actually have the Bungie guide, um, the Bungie book, which talks about their like prehistory. Oh, cool. Like, and they started with like nothing. Yeah. Um. I actually have the Marathon box set yeah. that was unveiled at Macworld oh, in God. 1990, <laughs> I want to say 1997. You Apple fanboy, you. <laughs> I've been a Mac it. user since I was seven. I can't help it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What... I was a Mac user before it was cool. Yeah, yeah, spoiler yeah. alert, Tristan is actually Mr. Macintosh from yeah. Blank Check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're on to me. That's great. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Patrick, you been playing anything else besides Bioshock at all? Or? Uh, I've been playing a lot of different PC games. Some of them that have been out for a while that I've just mm-hmm. discovered. Uh, one of them I discovered was uh, The Ship, which is kind of... Uh, it, it's it's a pre-scur- precursor to the uh, the Assassin's Creed multiplayer. And I think it's actually really done well. Oh, really? The, the, the premise is, uh, very simply, you're on a ship 
uh, you have to murder the other passengers without being murdered yourself. Okay. And you're given, Intriguing. you're given, you're given your target. Um, you get a certain amount of, uh, you get a certain bounty for each target you kill based on what weapon you use. So, for instance, you can't kill everybody with a fire axe. Uh-huh. You have to mix it up. Okay. And you have to maintain. <laughs> you have to keep your your needs up too. You have to eat. You have to drink. You have to keep yourself clean. You have to use the toilet. You have to sleep. Otherwise, you know, your guy collapses. I've I've had it where I I, I went to go take a nap and the guy was standing over me <laughs> as I woke up and really? just knifed me in the face and I was oh, drat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, and um, so that's that. Uh, the other the only other game that I've really been uh, dabbling in is uh, uh, it's in beta right now is uh, Warframe. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, it's uh, I heard. And I don't know how much truth there is to it. I have to do some more research, but I've heard that it was sort of the uh, sequel to Dark Sector. Okay. Oh, um, really? Okay. It's it's an interesting game. Um, it's got uh, it's got a sword and gun mechanic to okay. it. It's very, it's kind of blocky right now. But again, it's beta. Right. So uh, <laughs> it's beta. It's beta. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. It's beta. Um, but we're gonna charge you for it. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, without getting into it too much, uh, uh, as I play it more, I get more into it. Like at first. Uh, the tutorial is very basic, but as you figure things out, like oh, if I if I run and I crouch, I slide. Okay. And if I if I jump while I'm sliding, I do a flip. If I right. if I use my sword while I'm in the air while doing a flip, I do a jump slash. You know things like that. Right. Um, but so it's jumping and shooting. I yep, love jumping and <laughs> shooting. Jump and shooting, man. I, I love I love uh, games uh, that old school mentality. Those games that just allow you to learn. Yeah, mm-hmm. like like when you played Mario sixty four for the first time, and you you know they they all they didn't teach you anything. You just start. And okay, I can jump, and but it, you don't ever have to learn how to like long jump or do the triple jump. Well, you have to learn a triple jump for the wing uh, the wing cap. But yep, I just love games that allow you to just sort of explore and figure things out. Um, so that's that's fantastic. Kind of like kind of like us today with Mel, uh, Mega Man Nine. Mega Man, Mega Man Nine. Yeah. So <laughs> so earlier today, um, Dan and I we both work at the same place. Yeah. yeah. And earlier we were playing uh, Mega Man Nine in the break room. Yeah, yeah. With everyone else. <laughs> everyone watching. <laughs> everyone watching. And for those of you who haven't played it yet, Mega Man Nine is really fucking hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and we were like, oh, everyone was like cheering and cheering together. We were passing off. Yep. So each time we passed off, everyone, that person got a little bit further. Yeah, yeah. And so just total group effort here. Yeah, trying yeah. to get to, just trying to get to a boss. Yeah, and we were all working together, planning out jumps and stuff like that. It was fantastic. It really was. I gotta say, I was pretty pleased with how I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we all, uh, Chris, who uh, freaking... We're like, jump here, jump here, jump, jump here. here. Just jump here. annihilates it. Like, <laughs> yeah. six jumps in a row, perfect. And he had never touched the game before. Like, he got to be yeah. playing right now. So There's luck. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right? It was insane. I don't think I could have pulled it off, but that's awesome. Uh, anything oh. else? Oh, yeah. Has anyone played uh, Mega Man versus Street Fighter? I have not. I really want to play that. Is that like a... No, I have an idea. Is that new? That's not, that's not new, is it? Uh, it's relatively new. Really? Uh, basically, it was, it was fan-made. Because oh, okay. there was no Mega Man like twentieth twenty fifth anniversary thing, right? So the right. fans were like, "Well, fuck that," <laughs> and, and made this. So it, it's Mega Man versus eight bit versions of the Street Fighter team. Ryu Ken, exactly, etc. And they are the bosses. <laughs> and then when you beat them, you gain one of their powers. Like if you beat Ryu, you get. I believe if you beat Ryu, you get the Hadouken, just like in Mega Man X. That's great. You beat Ken, you get the Shoryuken. Maybe. Exactly. Uh, you get the lightning kick from Chun Li. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's Mega Man versus Street Fighter. Whatever. Yeah. 
What a dumb combination. <laughs> fan, fan, fanfic and gaming. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, right? Oh, well, so that's like uh, Mario. The yeah. Mario Portal oh, crossover. Yeah, yeah, Have yeah. you seen that? Absolutely. Why would you use portals on them? They redid World 1-1. Why do you need portals to finish that level? I know. Well, here's the thing. Have you seen it with four-player co-op? Yes. It's nuts. I, was it Rooster Teeth that did that? Yes. It, yes, yeah. yes, yes, It was. Who had uh, that fantastic video? <laughs> oh my god. Well, the, the, the problem with the problem with achievement hunters, they get they have Gavin, and Gavin is just such a he's just such a pain. Which game was this? Uh, Mario. Was it which one though? Uh, which game was it? Which Mario game was it? Mar- oh, Mario. No, Mario. Mario. Oh, okay, that was the one we're talking yeah. about. Okay. <laughs> Did you, guys, did you guys see the one where they did uh, New Super Mario Brothers Wii U? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, just drawing the blocks everywhere. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was Jeff. Oh, okay. yep. <laughs> Gav- Gavin was the one during Mario who would put his portals in the way and then die, and his yeah. portals would still be there. Like, <laughs> yep. It's <laughs> awesome. And eventually they were just like, just stop using the portals. <laughs> I was like, that's the whole point of the game. <laughs> now you're not thinking with portals. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh. great. Um, but, uh, again, uh, besides that, the only game I've really been really into is World of Tanks, which is a uh, fairly new MMO, kind of. I mean, it's been out for two years, which you say, oh, that's not new. Well, it's really only started its advertising the last two months. Okay. And it just reached its, uh, it's just reached its kind of peak in North America. It was out in Russia for a while. Okay. And so it's, what kind of game is World of Tanks? Because I'm not really familiar with that one. It's, uh... It's hard to describe. On the surface, there are public ranked matches, which are, you know, 15 tanks on 15 tanks, sorted by tier and okay. role. So like, it's like a battle tank, sort of? Yeah. Okay, sort of thing. Okay. On the on the clan level, though, you're fighting for control of territories on, the, on like, the planet Earth. Um, I've never dabbled in clan wars. I can, I'm not good enough yet. But uh, the only problem with World of the Tanks that I found, and uh, for anybody that tries it, be careful of the community. Nobody in World of Tanks has ever done anything wrong. If they, if they if they die, they will. If they die in the first minute by like oh, running into games. seven people, it's they'll turn those. around. Oh, yes. They will turn around and they will blame you for not supporting them. They will they will yell at the artillery. Oh, they God. will yell, "You didn't support me. You're terrible." It's those. It's a it's a MOBA in, in tank form. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy. But luckily, you're only stuck with people for about fifteen minutes oh, at the most. Okay. Not an hour. No, not an hour. Oh thank God. <laughs> Any other uh, any other games? I mean, we talked about that. Nope. Uh, but I'm moving on. To, I'm moving on to uh, some uh, some Minecraft again and get soon. Uh, I got a little inspiration from some builds I've seen. Oh, cool. <laughs> that's that one. That one thing that's just eluded me. Like I've never gotten into it. Never played Minecraft. I know you're. I've seen. I know. I see you like <laughs> posting things about it on Facebook and stuff. I've just never gotten into it. Yeah, because we started. Uh, we we sort of copied. Uh, we copied Achievement Hunter just in our circle of friends. We're oh, not okay. recording it. Oh, okay. but. Uh, uh, and we never planned to because it outright copyright infringement. Oh, really? uh, okay. Yeah, but we're just uh, we're doing like little mini. Well, we call them let's plays, but it's not really a let's play. It's more like a we make a game and we play it, and then we go our separate ways for the day. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's what we've been doing. Uh, that's that's what you're referring to, I, I presume, because yeah. that's where I post the pictures yeah. from. Yeah. From silly things that happen in those. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately, the the real appeal of Minecraft is that moment where you're like. <gasps> I should make an X, <laughs> and it'll just it'll just it'll just come to you, you know. Like, I should make a pyramid entirely out of iron, and you'll go do it. And it'll take you like it'll take you like a day or two. It'll take you a month or so. Yeah, but you'll be like, I have built this thing. 
This is mine. This is mine. This hole in the ground with lava is yours. Yep. And then like, <laughs> and then like, oh man, that's so cool. I should add a volcano. <laughs> or, that's ridiculous. Wait, 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 wait. I could have done this better if I used diamonds. And then they're like, yep. Oh my, or obsidian, or what have you. Minecraft is the ultimate time killer, because if you give yourself a project, you can lose hours. Oh, God, yes. How did we get here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the woes of our first... <laughs> yeah. That's why we took notes. That's why we took we're, notes. We're, not, we're off the books at this point. That's great. We're in left field. Um, I, I will say that's that those sort of games, MMOs, Minecrafts, I need somebody to tell me what to do. I need a hallway. You know, I haven't played Final Fantasy thirteen. But I should really, I should really get on that shit. I'll tell you. <laughs> don't, don't say stuff shit like that while I'm taking a yeah. sip. I don't want to ruin my mic. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't play fourteen. Okay. That that oh. game that game came out so unfinished, and I argue with my friend all the time. I and, and did EA try and publish it? No. <laughs> no, but uh, you you would think so. I know. But right? uh, he, the game came out, and Square Enix publicly apologized for it twice. And I said to him, "Look at this." They're apologizing. You still... I mean... They're Square Enix. What are they doing? Yeah. Like, ah, either way. On to no, don't pastures. commit seppuku. We need you to remake Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> well, they are losing a lot of money. Yeah. Supposedly, is what I've heard. Yeah, I think it was... Uh, I think I read in the news, like, Tomb Raider uh, made three... Uh, sold 3.5 million units, and yep. it was, like, dismal sales. Uh, considered right. dismal sales. I was like, you got to be... You right, right. kidding me. Well, you got to realize too. They've got they've got companies in Japan like Atlas. Yeah. That they they oh, set a sale Atlas. number and they blow it out of the water with these really kind of strange niche games like Catherine and uh, hyperdimensional Neptunia. I, I guess. I'm oh my god, <laughs> that game! I kind of want to try it because it's it's an it's a JRPG about the gaming industry. Okay. Right. But on the other hand, it's such obvious. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say this. You can upload custom skins for your character. Of course you can. Of course you can. <laughs> Either way. So we, uh, what have you been playing, Dan? Ridiculous fishing. <laughs> So, so so if you turned off the podcast now, <laughs> thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for listening. We're sorry we yeah. wasted this much of yeah. your time. Oh, yeah, I apologize in advance to people who are like, really, a fucking game again? Because uh, if you listen to gaming podcasts, uh, that's really, really where I get the idea to play this game. Uh, like two or three podcasts I've listened to have been playing this game. I actually have it up here. You guys can take a quick look at it. Where Ridiculous Fishing is amazing. Are you guys familiar with the concept of this game at all? Either one of uh, you? No, yeah. I've never actually heard of it, believe it or not. So what this is, is um, this is a uh, like an indie uh, iOS game. Of course it's iOS. Yeah. Of course it's iOS. <laughs> As he shows it's, it to it's us successful. on the iPad. It's successful. Of yes. course it's iOS. Yeah. Oh my god. Here we go again. I mean, as long as you don't have to find directions. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so what this game basically is, for those of you uninitiated who haven't listened to the other three or four podcasts or five right. podcasts we've talked about this And right now, already. Dan's holding it up to show us, but you can't see it all because yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. body-only so, podcast. So this is what happens is, uh, in this game, you uh, you tap the screen, you cast your line, and what happens is it's going to go down down, down the ocean. And you tilt, you use the accelerometer, you tilt the uh, the screen. And what he's does tilting it wildly right now, though you can't see it. And, and he's, uh, you guide the, you guide the uh, hook down the sea. And the objective is you have to avoid fish. As, as far as along as you can. So they're going to be fish kind of floating around in your path, and you have to avoid them. So so the object, I guess, and this is just a guess, is that you want to get as far down as you can, then catch a fish. And yep. that's how it's scored. 
Yep. By how, how far down you But go. it's better than that. Oh, God. So what ends up happening is you catch a fish, and when you catch the fish, the line starts going back up. You have to reel it in. On its way up, the objective is to catch as many fish as possible that you missed on the way down. Right. So you, are the fish stationary, or are they No, swimming? they move around. They're okay. swimming around. So you have to kind of, like, okay, there was a fish at about 600 meters. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then you, yes, yeah, so you have to kind of keep a track of that. You bring it up to the surface, and the best part of the game is once you get to the surface again with the fish, instead of just being like, you know, what a great catch, you know, you caught, you know, 1,200 pounds of blue bass or something. But you're or, only able to fit 20 pounds in your wagon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 99 cents for more wagon space. No, uh, um, God damn microtransactions! <laughs> uh, so I'll get to that in a second because that's the other thing. That's the other thing I love about this game, but I'll talk about that in a moment. Um, when it gets you to the, the surface, when it gets to the surface, so all those microtransactions. So, so good. So when it gets, so what it'll do is, um, so I'm actually show, I'm actually playing this so they can see this as I'm talking. But you, you, you know, you cast, you're going down. Watch out! You catch a fish, and when you catch the fish, I'll just catch one. That's right. I have a like invulnerability. Okay, let me catch one of these. Okay, so you catch the fish. You're going up, up, up the water here, and you have to catch as many as possible. You want to avoid the jellyfish, so there are you know uh, things you have to avoid, like that thing I just didn't avoid. And you go up to the top, but rather than just simply have you catch the fish and load it out, the fish when they get to the surface are catapulted into the air, and you have to blast them out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's like shooting. Fish, fish in a barrel. Not in a barrel? Yeah. They're in the sky, but... <laughs> yeah. It's a very, very funny game. Sky fishing. It's a very, very funny game. You get a certain dollar amount for the amount of fish you kill going down and going up. There are lots of power-ups you collect. You get deeper and deeper, and you kind of buy upgrades as you go. The thing I like about this game is I'm a, I'm a, I'm a classic gamer. Bu- buy as in microtransactions or buy as in you earn them. There you go. Buy as in you earn them. That's, what the, that's the point. I'm really, I'm really excited to, to, to announce... <laughs> <laughs> that uh, the game, I'm level three. That that the game is three dollars. <laughs> so what you do is you actually buy the game and you get everything in it. That's amazing. And and <laughs> the progress is tracked by in-game money that you make as you fish, and you can you can beat the whole game, unlock everything in it just by playing it. You just pay three dollars up front for the game, and I'm, I'm glad that God. people are finally hopefully returning to this this model. I'm just so sick and tired of these free-to-play games with advertising and things well, like that. Well, the good news is it's not bad rats for fifty cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, another great iOS game that more people definitely need to play, and we should probably talk about next week, um, okay. is Space Team. Okay. It's fantastic. Oh, my God. Uh, basically, it's with Space Team. It's two to four players, yep. local multiplayer over iOS. Mm-hmm. And each person, each player, is a crew member on a spaceship that is trying to escape an exploding sun. And each of you is in control of a control panel. That is randomly generated. And you are issued commands. But not all the commands you are issued are for your panel. Interesting. So so eventually you just have everyone just shouting commands at each other like, Whoever's right. got the flabbergaster, set it to 17! Because <laughs> <laughs> it's all randomly generated. Right. I, now, is th- now is this over the... F- it like, uh, this is just, you know, people sitting together and... Right, it's no. over Wi-Fi. Imagine that in a waiting room at a 99. <laughs> right. So it's over, it's over Wi-Fi. Um, and it's free. Dan's losing it. <laughs> I was just there. Just He was just there. Like four days ago. <laughs> the 99. Uh, Sponsor. Sponsor. <laughs> Reason number 17 to, <laughs> to go to the 99. <laughs> so sit there and play Space Team. <laughs> secret, secret reason number 100. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's free. Uh, there are, there are transactions, but they're not. None of them are required. 
Sure. So, like, you can buy additional, like, uh, character icons, different okay. ship-style layouts. Um, and at the very, like, when you really start getting into it, the commands start coming faster. You have to execute mm-hmm. them faster. But, like, your ship starts shaking apart. Okay. So, eventually, your like, one of your <laughs> dials will fall off and it's just be hanging from wires. And you'll still need to input that command while it's swinging back and forth. <laughs> well, that That's sounds great. That sounds like uh, that sounds very vaudeville. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it is fantastic, and if you don't believe me, check the ratings yeah. because it is f- rated five stars with over four hundred ratings. <laughs> Great, yeah. Uh, it is considering how harsh people on the internet are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh my god, it's so much fun. Um, I mean. You just just as a quick aside, SimCity was not a bad game except for the online DRM, and people rated it into the sewer. <laughs> yep. On Metacritic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's for that reason, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Well, Only oh, for the online DRM. They said it in the review themselves. Yeah. Zero out of ten. I'm contrasting the, the high-rated reviews. What high-rated reviews? <laughs> they all say one, twos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I hate always online DRM, but... At one point, are you... Uh, never mind, that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, we'll have that in didn't, a little bit. <laughs> didn't Amazon actually stop selling SimCity? Like, yes, I, they did. They, yeah. They, and, and Steam had a sale of yep. games that were like yes, SimCity. Yes. Exactly. And I believe Amazon was actually issuing refunds, too, to people mm-hmm. who had purchased SimCity uh, from their website, which is awesome. Yeah. Because because I need another reason to shop on Amazon.com. Orange, on the other hand. <laughs> right, I know. Oh, man, we got Amazon Prime in my house. Yeah. And it's so hard shaking that I have to spend at least 25 bucks because I can't yeah. get free shipping. Yeah. It is a little silly. <laughs> uh, I am currently enjoying the European PAL version of Dishonored. <laughs> Thanks to an ordering snafu with Amazon. <laughs> one so one it, quick shop in English. One quick. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> one, one, one quick shopping. I can't get any of the DLC, though. <laughs> oh, oh uh, you know, I just realized this the other day. I actually took Latin in college. Yeah, yeah. And for some reason, this never clicked for me. The main character's name in Dishonored, Corvo, that yeah. means raven. Yep. Really? Oh, so, neat. I mean, I thought that was pretty cool when that I found that out. But cool. it, I, it didn't click right away for me. <laughs> I haven't like, finished oh. Dishonored, but maybe we'll talk about that another week. Yeah, yeah I, st- I gotta get into it, too. I have been in Dishonored. Yes, I'm just gonna know. sit over here and be like, Yes. <laughs> yes. Quite. Quite. Indeed. Yes. 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 We don't yes. know where that monocle came from that he just pulled out of his pocket. Yeah, that's awesome. Where'd Hammer space. That Hammer space. Bioshock Infinite. Okay. <laughs> it's about that time. Yeah, it's exactly. that time. Okay. So, all right. So, here start we go. With a, start with a quick overview. Spoiler free. This is this is just going to be the review, guys. We'll do the spoiler on the second segment of the show. Um, yep. After the musical or whatever. Interlude. interlude whatever the interlude may be at this yeah. point. We'll figure it out. As interlude. We interlude. You know, interlude. Sure. But Bioshock Infinite. So, we all played it. Yep. We all beat it. We all beat it to shit, I'm sure. I'm, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I still have to get through it on 1999 difficulty. Don't, I don't know why you're doing that to yourself. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I so I played through the game because achievables. That's why <laughs> yeah. I, I played I played through the game on hard, and it was in some cases. Did you play through it on normal originally? I or? played through it on normal originally. I played through it on easy, and okay. and and my reasoning for that was very simple. My reasoning for that was, um, uh, I have a podcast to do this weekend, and it's Friday <laughs> night, <laughs> and I I gotta I play, play this game. I right. played it through on normal because sure. God dang it. 
God damn it. Games are too easy nowadays. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, well, and, actually, I, and so, I wanted to get through it in a timely yeah. manner. I didn't want to do hard. Well, supposedly Bioshock Infinite was was fairly easy on hard as well. I've seen a I've seen a couple of videos where the where the guys playing on hard, and the only thing that was really uh, was really difficult for them were a couple of areas where there was uh, they they're called choke points. Like actually, if you if you look if you were to look online uh, under like achievement guides for beating it on hard or 1999, yeah, yeah. they focus on these certain choke points throughout yeah. the game because right. the game puts a huge emphasis on traps. Yeah. Right. Like, over the previous Bioshocks. Which I never used. Yeah, I think I used them, like, maybe... Oh, no, no, there was a part where I did use traps, because I was like, oh, my God, this is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, let me run away and set some traps behind yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> so, here, here's my take. So, graphic-wise... Yeah. Good. Sure. I was playing it on PS3, and it wasn't the prettiest thing out there. Yeah. But, it was using the Unreal Engine, and I never saw a single pop-in texture. Yeah, yeah. And there was a lot of shit going on at once. Yeah. I got some pop in. I played on the yeah. PS3 as well. Um, you played on the Xbox. I uh... yep. I played it on. Uh, I played it on the 360. And I know somebody who played it on PC uh, who had a little trouble with pop in textures. But other than that, I mean, the PC port wasn't a hundred percent great, okay. but it was much better than I think it was uh, Bioshock Two or Bioshock One that was just uh, across the board just below average for yeah. the port. I had Bioshock well, One way back on the PC. Yep. I actually had to rebuy it for the PlayStation. Uh, three, I believe, because my it would just keep crashing on my computer. Wait, why'd you have to rebuy it? The PS3 version of Bioshock Infinite should have come with it. This was back one. This oh, was, okay. This was yeah, one. he bought it on PC this was first. One, right? All right. Bought Bioshock one on PC. Yeah, sorry. Bi- Bioshock one on the PC first. It crashed. So I had to rebuy it on the PS3 so I could play it through it and beat it initially. That was yeah. years ago when I'm, it came out. I'm probably going to buy the Mac port when it comes out this summer. A to support that, but B also just so I can have it again with the higher quality graphics. Yeah, I, I bought it. Uh, I actually, so I, I bought it, because I was like, oh, I should, you know, I don't have it anymore, I didn't have the PC box, and I don't have the PS3 version of the game, I think I traded in, or whatever. Uh, yeah. I'm talking about the backboard of Infinite. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, okay. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I already we're, have we're the just... backboard of Bioshock, and Bioshock 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bioshock 3. Okay. Wait, Wait. you know about that? <laughs> now we have to kill you. Um, yeah, so, uh, so, for, so for me, playing on hard was an interesting experience. It wasn't that difficult, except for those choke points. And uh, unfortunately for me, the, uh, what, what hindered the experience, and I wish I hadn't played on hard, is the last mission, the last thing you do in the game, the last oh, God, combat yes. scenario on hard is insufferable. Oh, it is God. so It was awful. hard on easy. Yeah. It was hard on media. <laughs> it was hard on and, normal. It was just like, and dear God. I, I didn't fail. But I got pretty damn close. Yeah, yeah. I died a few times. <laughs> yeah, I died I died more than a few times. And uh, I can tell you that uh, the way to end your game, I understand. It, it, the thing about this game is I'm somebody, again, I, I really like tactile feel in my games. You know, I'm, I'm one to play like the Super Meat Boys of the world and the Marios. And right, if I'm right, playing right, a shooter, right, I really right. like the feel of Call of Duty because it's a really, really quick. Yeah, I know. We, we, that's the story for another day. But Spunk Cargo Wee Wee Games. <laughs> but uh, but uh, it, it's just I like the feel that's fast quick tight feel of, of, of game design and bioshock for me doesn't have it uh it, it's it's for me honestly like an okay shooter right um, yeah so for me that ending that ending sequence was just awful there's just they're throwing they throw so much at you and it, it's just yeah i i definitely noticed that the shooting controls were not as tight yeah, yeah. as i've gotten used to and that that battle oh that, my god i everything everything poorly designed about that game was just brought into light and mm-hmm. for me like the way to end that game isn't with an overly frustrating, <laughs> like mob uh, fight, uh, protect protect mission, which you didn't have the entire game. I know. And yeah. then there's just, just okay. And he, can I and, just can I just say 
that Elizabeth is the best partner character ever because she takes care of herself in combat and she helps out and you don't have to worry about her health. Right. Oh and, my god, she's fantastic. That, the, the one question that I have about that though, and this was brought up by uh, this was brought up by somebody I know. Does she actually take care of herself in combat? Because I've seen a couple times where the enemies completely ignore her. Yeah. Yeah. I, my experience was that they always ignored her. My experience was that she was utterly useless in combat except to throw you ammunition. She was basically yeah. like a floating ammo box yeah. which, during, during which, combat. Which, to be fair, I really like that moment. Like, when you're in a hard-ass fight and she goes, Booker! And you turn and she tosses you a shotgun. And she's like, yeah. yes! A full clip again! And then, and then, of course, you could cheese because yeah. you were immortal when yeah. you were catching yes, things yes. from her. Yeah. And, then, and then it disorients your vision. And then you snap back to where you are. And then you're getting... <laughs> Getting annihilated again by a by a mechanized patriot or whatever the whatever the hell. I didn't called. have that much problem with mechanized patriots. Um, maybe I just wasn't using the right. I I, I played I played the zealots I, drove me up the wall. Oh my! They would keep teleporting on me. Oh my god! You mean the ravens? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god! I eventually I just figured I figured out that the way to deal with them is just shotgun, and then melee. Yeah. It's I, just just duke it out with them. Yeah. Just, just I, I played the entire game. Uh, when I got there, the same way I played Bioshock One, which is shock wrench. But I, but I, I didn't have a wrench this time, so I just used the, my carbine. So right. I played through the entire game shock carbine or shock shock. Oh, see, now, I, now uh, I played through it, and I'm, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of an amateur achievement, achievement whore okay. or achievement hunter, as I prefer to be called. <laughs> That's the shirt uh, you're wearing right now. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> sponsor. Um, <laughs> but. Um, I mean, I was playing through the game, and I, as I was playing through the game, and it, it, this is why my experience is obviously different than Dan's, I didn't have one weapon through the entire game. Oh, me neither. Because there's, there's different achievements for different weapons. Yep. So, right. I, I'm like, yeah. well, I've got my 50 carbine kills. Throw that away. I like that weapon, too. Time to well, use the grenade launcher. Well, <laughs> well, my, my point was more, not so much, you know, I got the achievements for a lot of guns early on, Right, but it, I was more of a scrounger. I was like, right. okay, this thing is empty. Oh, hey, there's a machine gun right here. I mean that that happened. That happened. Uh, that <laughs> happened. You know, part as part of the game for me. But I was always looking specifically for those weapons that I needed. Right. Like if I saw a machine gun and I already had all my kills with the machine gun, I said, well, screw that. My my favorite combo was shotgun and hand cannon. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I love the hand cannon. Like in general, I love <laughs> hand cannons. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like. It, it was my favorite weapon in Resident Evil Four. Hand cannons sure. and uh, hand cannons and killing floor. That's my favorite weapon yep. in there. Anything yeah. where it's I, I mean the noob spray is okay. Yeah. But I prefer a weapon where I can take where if I take my time. Yeah. I know I'm going to end them in a single shot. Yeah. Right. I hear you. Like unless it's a handyman. Right. Right. Which, oh my god! <laughs> fucking handyman. They are the worst. Did, did anybody here do the achievement where you have to shoot it? You have to kill it entirely by shooting it in the chest. I tried. In, in the heart. I tried. I was then after like my fifth time through getting murdered by this boss. I was like, and you did it on fuck. and you did it on normal. I did it on normal. Yeah, it, it took me a few tries on easy as well because I uh, I found that I kept backing into things. Yeah, and it would throw off my aim, and I just damn it. And he and he would jump after you. And you're like, oh, let me get on a rail. He's like, nope, I'm gonna electrify the rail. And I'm like, and and even and even on easy, he packs a wallop. Oh yeah. dear God, yes. Like, and you, you know, can't you can't even really stun him. Like, yeah, if you could like, at least stun him a little bit, yeah, yeah. Well, that'd no, you, be one thing. But. Uh, uh, so I found out just by literally, I, I, I restarted the game and just threw every single pla- uh, plasma, Jesus, uh, vigor. Vigor, vigor at him. Um, I found out that I think Murder of Crows was the only one that you could actually use that was anywhere near effective on him. Can I just oh, say, wow. you know, Corvo again. Yeah. Yeah. Can, I, can I just say, honestly? I didn't really like the Vigors. I thought they were underpowered for the most part. Yeah. I didn't use them for a large part of the game. Yeah. The game kept reminding me, 
Hey, and I thought this was a little. Uh, I thought this was a little fourth wall breaking. Why don't you use your vigors? Yeah, it's like because I don't need them. Like murder of crows, cool, like really cool, but not all that handy. Um, the big ones I use, I use possession all the time. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, oh my I, god! Once I got near the end of the game, I, I started realizing, you know, possession's kind of powerful. Yeah, it's it really yeah. fucking, if, especially if, once you upgrade it to, yeah. to do people too. Right. But it was like, oh, but it was like, okay, Elizabeth. Bring in a mechanized patriot on my side yeah. here, and the I'll chair, possess there. And I'll possess that one, and now watch as the fun happens. It's like yeah. popcorn. What I was, I, I, I uh, did that possession upgrade immediately, like mm-hmm. right when it was available. I did I upgraded, too, and um, I found that if you wanted to do a combat scenario and you were fighting those dudes with the helmets, mm-hmm. um, those were the most effective because <sighs> of, yeah, I know, because, I know. I know so the problem with the mechanized patriots and things was that they they wouldn't um, kill themselves after they after they were done, and they right. and it didn't seem to last very long to hold on them. So those other right. dudes were really powerful, and then they'd you know they were really helpful. But here's the thing with mechanized patriots: that once you possessed it, it would turn around. To start shooting and then, at the other guys. The and then you could shoot him in the back. You wouldn't believe how long it took me to realize that's where the weak point was. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, that that was one of the problems with me playing through it on easy, was yeah. I didn't need to know the weak spots. Yeah, so, I used I used possession, I used Devil's Kiss. Yep. yep, yep oh yep. my god, Devil's Kiss is so handy. And uh yep. Bucking Bronco. The the problem with Devil's Kiss that I found is that if you upgrade it, you can't get certain achievements as easily. I know, I noticed that too. Yeah. Um though I, I must admit I do prefer the Inferno. Plasmid from yep. Bioshocks One and Two. Right, if right, only right, because right. I feel like Roy Mustang while I'm using it. <laughs> Snap! <laughs> oh man! Snap! I never even once used um, two of the vigors, uh, two of the later vigors, until I think I I found out that I should have. Like I looked online, I was so frustrated with that last mission that like, I should use yep. Undertow. Yep, 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 yep. I never used it the entire game, and I never used the Trojan. I don't even know the oh. name of it. Oh, that makes back so at much you. sense. You just. You could just use Undertoads for that whole fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> well, the only well, thing I figured that out, though, was... Uh, yeah, it, well, was, it was great. Undertow, I used Undertow a lot at one part just because it was basically force push. So it was like, hey, look at all these guys on this platform. Woof. For, the, for those of you... <laughs> See ya, fuckers! For those of you who know nothing about Bioshock Infinite, it's a giant floating city. So if you push them off the giant floating city, they fall. They have a tendency not to come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, was... and then of course you can use you can use the undertow pull yep. to trap them. Yeah, yeah. Shock jockey yeah, yeah. to zap them. Yeah, right. I, I didn't use all. Of, I didn't find all of the combinations. I'll admit that. Um, well, some of them were weird. Some of them were weird, like bucking bronco and charge. Yeah, like Char- uh, I used charge a fair bit. I yeah. used charge a fair bit. That one was like that was really handy. The good news is they the the one vigor that was kind of hidden, or if I remember correctly, was kind of hidden. You didn't need for any of the combinations. Yeah, it's uh, I never used it. So, <laughs> are we talking about? It can remain hidden. Oh god, I can't even remember the name of it. That's how, no, that's how important I, it was. I, I used it once just to get the achievement. Was it the? Yeah, yeah. That one <laughs> was kind of hit. It came in handy occasionally, yeah. like especially when you were up against a mechanized patriot. That's what I heard after the fact. It was just it was, like, was hey, look at all this. <laughs> and we're still not at the spoiler part, so Tristan exactly. is gesturing. Yeah. As I'm gesticulating can. wildly. Yeah, although I think we just spoiled about every other vigor, so it doesn't really yeah. at this point. Well, I mean, you know, the vigors I, aren't really a spoiler. I, think, I don't think. I so. think my main problem with the vigors was that like half of them, if not more than half of them, were pretty much to me the same thing. Yes, right. like the like the murder of crows was like yeah. the bees. Plus, well, I ha- murder of crows did much the same thing as bucking bronco, which did much the same thing as part of undertow, which. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, you had two basic. There was a lot of you had two ones that were basically damaging. You yeah. had shock, and you had the 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 uh, uh, devil's kiss. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And shock then you had everything kiss. else was designed. It seemed to inhibit everybody. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. While yep. you shot them. And I don't know if you guys... I know the gear's randomized, so you may or may not have come across it. But I, I early on in the game, came across the gear that chains your, your uh, vigors. So if you hit somebody with it, yep. it immediately yep. hits everything else, like when you kill them or something like that. Yep, the gear is not completely randomized. I found this out. There oh, were really? six yep. pieces of gear that um, that always exist. Oh, okay. Whether you find them or not is a different thing. Yeah, I had a great top hat early on that <laughs> caused me to set people on fire when I hit them in melee. <laughs> And I combined that with charge. And it was oh, like, okay. whoop, bam! <laughs> on, the, on the topic of gear, though, I, I found something I found something interesting. And I don't know if you guys had... You probably didn't have the same experience. Actually, you might have. Well, either way, to my point. If you bought the season pass, I don't know if you did or not. No, I did not. You did got not. free gear. Yep, I noticed that. Yeah. I, I, I found that I out. I was hate like, season pass or DLC stuff that makes the game... Like significantly like, easier. Like, yeah. I got I got the season pass because I was really enjoying the game. Right. I got the season pass because I knew I wanted the DLC. I got the season pass for those reasons. And then I walk into this bar and it's like, oh look, here's your season pass gifts. Here, holding your hand. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> now now don't hurt yourself with. Yeah. And they give you infusions too. They give you like three or four infusions. Really? They just, really? Just kind of chilling there. Yeah. Jeez. Just just sitting on the bar with the twins, who we will get to later. Oh God, those twins. <laughs> what, what did you What did you guys um do for infusions? Uh, I did mainly health and shield. Okay. Right. I, uh, I ended up putting most of it into plasmids because I found, I, I found out, especially with possession early on. He means vigors. <laughs> ha. Ha. Whoops. Uh, with the vigors, uh, early, especially early on with the possession, it yeah. takes a lot. God, yes. A lot of your salts. Yeah. Earning the possess for, the possess for, for less, less upgrade yeah. is so worth it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. So I was just I was sick and tired of running out of my salt. So I said I'll just get more. Yeah, <laughs> I I think I exclusively did shields for the first half of the game, and then I was like, oh, I should probably like you know do something else. I don't think I should I, probably I, have some health. I think, I, I, think yeah. I only upgraded health once actually. I did all salt and all shield. Um, yeah, because I felt that. Did you Did you guys find all the infusions? No, I don't know. I God, no. I didn't yeah, there are. Um, I think it's what is it? It's twenty nine if you didn't buy the season pass. No, twenty four if you didn't buy the season pass. 29, 29 with. if with it, yeah. Okay. So you don't have enough, so you never have enough infusions to fill everything? Nope. There nope. Is, Interesting. You don't get fully, uh... You do not get fully upgraded. Nope. I just, I just, I, also, I just, well, I just thought that was a account of me being a lazy ass and not, like, getting all the, all yeah. the secrets. Well, I also focused on shields, because I, early on, I had a piece of gear that upped, that reduced my shield recharge delay. Yeah. Right. And increased my recharge speed. Yeah. Right. So I was that like, was actually, wow, that's really handy. That I just actually kept that of, whole game. That was actually one of the, the, the first things I got. Yep. One of the first gears I got. So Sam. I abused that. Oh, yes. That's great. Stupid yeah. regenerating health. <laughs> it sucks that we're used to it now. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, there's so many games that do it now. I mean, Halo Combat Evolved did it with the shields and the health system. The, Halo and was the first one. It, it was, was the really? First one. Okay. It was, like, really the first one to do regenerating yeah. health like that. Yeah. And even even Call of Duty does it these days. Oh, yeah. Everything does now. Yeah. The only, the only game that really the the only shooter that I found that really doesn't do it is Battlefield, and that's because you're supposed to re- rely on your medics. Yeah, right, right, right. Oh man, I remember Battlefield Two back in the day. I, I played as a medic most of the time. It was just medic, 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 medic. Yeah. <laughs> over and over and over and over. I the love medics this in Battlefield. Doctor. Don't do that. Yeah, that's yeah. another game. Yeah, <laughs> yep. it was it was absurd. Archimedes. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> 
But yeah, so I, I think I think the, without getting into spoilers uh, yet, I, I think the coolest thing about um, Bioshock was the the story was so good, was good enough, and the interactions with the characters were good enough. Oh my god, Elizabeth to bring is me so through cute. the whole game. I I, oh, yeah. I love Elizabeth. She's so adorable. Oh, everything well, she yeah. does but is completely adorable. Later on, well, I, I, yeah, we'll uh, get there. I I I like I liked the um, I I. I liked Elizabeth's story arc and I liked her character, but I didn't find her. We talked a little bit about it earlier. I didn't really like her her use in the game. I thought it was okay. Like it was cool that she threw you ammunition and and, and everything like that. Out. But I also felt like you know they could have just put a couple extra ammo boxes and health kits right. around the level, and right. it would have been kind of the same effect. Actually, my my thinking, uh, the way it appeared to me, was that she was actually finding stuff that was already in the level. Right. Oh, I don't think like so. She was that. That's not appeared. I I, I would have I would have uh, I, I would agree with you normally. But I had so many situations where I turned the place upside down, and then I would do like yeah. one thing. I'd be like, fire one billet. She'd go, booker! And she'd throw me a full clip. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think, I think she was just pulling it out of her ass, honestly. That's I, weird. Because I could have sworn there were moments where I was like, you know, I know I left like a few coins here and there, yeah. like by the wayside. And she'd say, booker, I found some cash. She'd flip it to me, and only gained like two coins. Now, now I'm s- like, oh, those are probably the ones now, I Now, here's the thing about the coins. Uh, somebody else noticed this while they were doing. Uh, somebody that I uh, follow on uh, YouTube noticed this. Um, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to give credit in case he gets angry. Yeah. Uh, Total Biscuit. Okay. He did. He did his first impressions, and he noticed that Elizabeth tends to give you money right after you visit a vending machine, whether you buy anything or not. Oh, so he's gaming the system. Yeah. Huh. So, and I, I, I kind of noticed that too. When sure. I would go into a vending machine, I would turn around and Elizabeth would go. <laughs> throw, throw the coins at me. So I mean, I don't know if that was an actual program thing, or I know there's a cooldown on it. I know, <laughs> right? I know the mechanic is literally is quite literally, and I'm using literally wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, you get a, a money pickup uh, when you do something s- specific, uh, salts pickup when you do something specific, an ammo pickup when you do something specific, and a health when you do something specific. Right. Or if you're at a certain point. Right. Like she'll prioritize stuff. Um, but there's definitely a cooldown because I first say I'm still looking, Booker. Right. Like you can't you can't get two salts in a row. Yeah, yeah. You can right. get salts, and then if your health is low, you'll get health. And then afterwards, if you need money, you'll get money. You know, and I mean they're all on separate cooldowns. How they many, have to be. How many times were you guys playing the game, and Elizabeth would be like, "Booker, Booker, I found a lockpick," and you're just like, "Where the fuck is this? Where, the, where do you and see this thing, girl?" Around, she's like, looks under like a you know you turn around from her. She's the lockpick, and you're like, "Where were you?" Lo-? She's like, then she runs off. You're like, "Where yeah. was that lockpick?" <laughs> oh, okay, when when she sees the lockpick, yeah. but she doesn't pick it. Okay, that was yeah. I, like, fu- I found one in a really strange place once. It was in, uh, oh, God, it was in some security office. It was underneath, like, three books, like, it nestled into, like, yeah. the smallest corner. And I'm saying, like, how did you see the, that? Okay. Yeah. By the end, I had 50 lockpicks. Jesus. Unused. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Cause it, there's only so many doors. There's only so the, many doors. The lockpicks are a really screwy system because they give you some five lockpick safes that you know that you're probably going to need these lockpicks. Or you think to yourself, yeah, well, yeah. you know. Yeah, but... But then by the end, they're all yeah. they only take like one or two lockpicks, yeah. and you can't go back there. Yeah, yeah that's so, so it's like, because yeah. yeah. the thing the thing about Bioshock and this and uh, uh, it's usually somewhat free roam. Yeah, I mean they give you they give you the map. I mean you yeah. can't go outside of their pre-described map, but it's it the map is there for you to go through. Mm-hmm. With uh, with Bioshock Infinite, you've got uh, you've got Elizabeth, and it's really not. Uh, as advantageous for you to go exploring because the story wants you to move forward. Right. Interesting, interesting. So it was really different than the previous ones. Yeah. 
Which, I mean, you can say, I, I, I think it was quite good. Yeah, ultimately, I really enjoyed Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. And I'm, it's definitely a game I'm keeping. Yeah, and as DLC of, comes out, I'm going to buy the DLC. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where the story is so uh, envelop and not enveloping. What's the word? I'm engrossing. Thinking? That's the engaging. One. En- engrossing, <laughs> engaging, you immersive, know, immersive. <laughs> My God, I should have brought the stars. Um, <laughs> All right, that's okay. You got Tristan plan and I. for plan <laughs> for number two for episode two. Bring up the stars. <laughs> but it's at that point where the story is so like engrossing that you just you forget that you're. You forget that you're playing a yeah. game, and you forget yeah. that the mechanics aren't, you know, like you were saying, Dan, that the shooter mechanics weren't so yeah, 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 weren't yeah. so polished. Yeah. Because you want to find out what happens. Yeah, you want to you want to get to the end. You want to see the termination of Elizabeth and Booker's story. You want to see what happens to Comstock. You want to see, you know, what's going on with Columbia. You want to see if he brings back the girl and pays back the debt. Bottom yeah. line, it's a great game, and the combat is much better than the fucking terrible combat in Bioshock One. So, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm. I also really like the fact that in Infinite you can't get superpower because right. in Bioshock One you get to the point where yeah. nothing can touch you, right, right, right. and you're just like, it's the moment where you now, realize you can double up on tonics, yeah. right? And you're like, oh, okay, yeah. And ultimately, well, like that first battle against the Big Daddy in the first game is so much, so much more impactful. Like I still, that's that's like one of the only things other than the big, the big explore, you know, the big plot twist and stuff. The only what places in the game that I can vividly remember yeah. is that first battle on that in that area against the first big daddy you have to and you're like oh my god, god how am I going to do this yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not okay, to mention not stuff, to mention if you were observant that isn't the one that you originally saw in the room right. yep because the the one you originally saw was a Rosie, and the one that you fight is a Bouncer yeah yep. and I will say that I actually kind of enjoyed that about the game um, because it, it gave me a sense of uh of accomplishment where it wasn't just like okay well now i'm fighting the the big daddy with the uh with the flak suit on or whatever you know what i mean it was right. it was it was just I this am, is a big daddy I, I have i have grown as a character and as a player of the game i've i've gotten around the terrible controls and right. i can now right. play this game to a point where before i was running from one big daddy i couldn't stay alive and now you're just and now I'm farming them i'm yeah. just farming them at the know? end of the game on hard mode i was hunting them yeah, yeah. yeah. it wasn't even it yeah. wasn't even yeah. i need your money yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like I'm looking for Adam specifically, you know, and it's like, oh, there's a big daddy guarding that little sister. Too bad. Sucks to be that big daddy. <laughs> um, I'm going to eat his lunch it, now. Well, that's like that's like with Skyrim. Is in Skyrim you kill your first dragon and right. you feel like a badass. You kill your second dragon and you feel like an unstoppable god king <laughs> until you reach the level fifty dragons. Oh, and no. then once you start Un- beating them... Uh, no, until you meet your first giant. Right. <laughs> it's like, nope, guess what? There's still a power. You've still got a ways to go. Boop. Um, all right, cool. So Bioshock, we'll, we're going to talk a little bit later about the actual story and that kind of stuff. But let's move on to some news. We'll briefly cover some news. And I'll so, be right uh, back. Hold on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, now that he's gone, we yeah. can talk about him. <laughs> I'm still here. That fucking, that fucking Tristan. No, uh... <laughs> So, Patrick, you want to start with your uh, World of Tanks news? And All right, so as I was talking about earlier, World of Tanks, you know, it's been out for a couple of years, but they just recently had a real big second birthday bash. And it's, it's a very strange system where uh, the North American wargaming is very subservient to the Russian wargaming. Okay. Uh, they brought out a bunch of uh, like just unbelievable specials this weekend. They brought back tanks that haven't been in the game, uh, you know, available for people to use in uh, months and months and months. Okay. You know, uh, and it was just this, it was this great big bash and the players were all, you know, so happy with all the, the good, good stuff they got. They gave away and, uh, they gave away, uh, a free code to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, I don't think it's active any longer, otherwise I'd give it, um, that basically gave you 600,000 credits worth of in-game goodies. Jesus. For free. That sounds like a lot. I, I'll, I'll take your word yeah. for it. I mean, that's that's basically like, uh, basically the game is, to explain further, what I mean is, um, basically the game is listed in, the tanks are set up in tiers from 1 through 10. You don't seem very interested. I am listening. <laughs> um... And basically, your your tier five tank, so about halfway, is like five hundred to six hundred thousand credits. Okay. So they're basically paying you half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of, of playing their game. I mean, it's not really halfway because it gets yeah, more yeah. expensive as you go, but mm-hmm. that's, it's just a lot. It's a lot of free stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's very rare for d- developers to do that. They try to do these these big thank you things. I mean, Bungie's done it a few times. Right. Uh, they just did. They just did one too. Uh, the the big thank you. Oh, no, that wasn't the gaming company. That was the Boston Red Sox. Never mind. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, folks, we're from the East Coast. <laughs> the few, the proud, the Red Sox fans. But, yeah, I mean, and it's and it's really picking up. I mean, they're adding they're adding whole new tech trees, and it's getting more competitive. They just they just recently added the North American Clan Wars, and, okay. you know, things are getting, things are picking yeah. up. Were you playing this game before it was quote-unquote popular? Uh, I started uh, summer of 2012, which was about a year after uh, about a year after its launch. Okay, and I, was, and I said launch in quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it was in beta before that for a while. Um, but the problem was, I didn't have a computer that could run it. It's a okay. it's a fairly uh, it takes a lot of frame rate. Okay. Um, but it's a, it's a hog. It's a resource hog. Yeah. I I I finally built. I finally. <laughs> I finally. I don't know what's going on. I finally. Uh, <laughs> I finally got the uh, computer built that could run it, and uh, it, the other reason I built the computer was not just for World of Tanks, it was for DayZ, but that's another story. Um, and I'm the only one here besides Tristan. Dan has, <laughs> I'm back now. Dan back has now. left the room. Um, but the reason I built that computer, and now that I can actually run it, much better game. It's, it's like <laughs> I a, bet. It works. My God. I can actually shoot the other tanks. I, I'm at more than 15 frames per second. <laughs> I'm up at uh, instead I, of instead I, of being I could turn on graphics options. Yes, yeah, I was at <gasps> I was at eight frames per second on a good day. Oh, and I and I, I know I actually know somebody who's in my clan that I just started. She's at three consistently, three frames per second. Right. She can't play fast tanks because if she tries to drive a fast tank, she'll just she'll be gone. Oh my God. But um, I mean. I I can't even imagine three frames. But now I'm at a, uh, now I'm at a solid seventy, and it's tolerable. It's great, actually. The only way I can see doing three frames was if you were artillery. Right. So it's like dial in this position and then shoot. Now, now, have you played this game or I have not? Uh, it's, it's an interesting game. Like I said, I mean, what I what I really want to play more of is Guns of Icarus online. Right. Oh my god, I'm such a huge steampunk fan, and it's airship combat. Oh my god. So, oh, with with crews. On a, on a on a very quick on a very quick aside before before I forget about this, there's actually an airship mod in Minecraft. Did you hear about this? Yes, I did. It actually makes it move. Somebody put that mod on the they got it moving on the model of a Titanic. <laughs> nice. So they actually have a moving Titanic in Minecraft. I don't know. You see, I can't even fathom. So Guns of Icarus yep. online. So basically. Uh, you have up to, I think it's up to four players. They may have changed it now. It's, it's been right. a while. I played it back in the beta and I haven't had a chance to play it much now. Um, where you're each, where you're all the crew of an airship. Right. So you have one pilot and then gunners and engineers. Right. 
and it is like it's like naval level combat with airships, right, right, and teams, and you can build up, you can change out the loadout of your of your ship, and each ship has different weapon layouts and turning radiuses and stuff like that, right. Um, you know what that that actually sounds like uh, a more like uh, involved world uh, world of tanks type thing because you have the same thing, right? Where it's different things, but it's, and... but it's more co op because I'm you have to communicate with world of tanks, folks. Uh, because you have to communicate with your with your crew, right? Um, so my usual ship build, uh, there's a ship called the Pyramidian, right? Which has two forward gun posts, a gun post on the on the uh, port. On the port start, uh, blah, port broadsides, and right. one rear gun. So what I always do is I put my heavy guns in the front because it has a really good turning radius. Right. I put a machine gun on the side for when I need to rake back Dan's and forth. Back. <laughs> and okay. Rule number A one. <laughs> Make sure you do your growlers before the podcast begins. <laughs> oh god. Oh, uh, uh, that's gonna be fun to edit out. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, then on the back gun, I put a. Uh, there's a rocket launcher that fires a spread. Right. That explodes in air. They used to discourage, uh, discourage pursuit. So I'm like, okay, I need two gunners on the on the front guns. I'll pilot. I need one engineer keeping us in the air. Right. So and who mans the rocket in the back? The engineer, if we need it. Right. So it's a it's a last resort type of thing. Right. We're talking about guns of victory, Stan. <laughs> guns of victory. It's okay. It's so an airship just combat. No, no, we won't. airships. You can, you can tell me about it. You guys Steampunk. Can okay. I got the uh, gist of it. Thanks, guys. Yes. You guys uh, are talking about it. We'll talk about it during the break. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, the fans just had the poor fans just had to hear about my shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, have fun editing that yeah. out later. For those of you who don't know, Dan is our editor, <laughs> so he's got a vested interest in making sure that gets cut out. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> Solid 30-second laugh track. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And Tristan is gone. Yeah. Uh, Here, I haven't even talked about Tristan. Metal Gear Rising yet. Yeah. What's that? I haven't even talked about Metal Gear Rising yet. Oh, God. We should probably say that for next week. Yeah. We'll yeah. Say, let's, say, let's say Metal so Gear Rising. So should we move on in the news segment? Yeah, absolutely. Or, uh, so yeah. We did a little bit World of Tanks. Um, yep. The other the other piece of news that I had here um, the the new Xbox right yeah so so specifically the um, the Adam Orth comments from from those of you who weren't following uh, the news with that um, Adam Orth is the uh, I think he was like the producer or the product developer on some of uh, Microsoft's online stuff uh, that was a very official now, uh, official title I just gave that gentleman now that, now that, now this is the guy that uh, basically trolled people right yeah so he basically posted on Twitter um, people were complaining about Xbox uh, Xbox the new one the 720 the Durango whatever it's going to be uh, mm-hmm. called. Um, being always online to yep. play. So you always have to right. be connected online to use your system. Uh, and he basically said, you know, get a life, blah, 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 blah. I mean, well, dude, paraphrase. Well, the, paraphrase. Well, the concern was, A, it's always online. Yes. So you always have to have an internet connection. So what if you're out of power? Yeah. What if you're in an area with low internet? Well, if you're out of power, you're not playing the game anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, well, but the point stands, stands if say say the power's out in your area or near a substation and, you, and your internet goes down, right? You can't you can't play at all. Uh, and his response was basically, "Well, then you should move." Yes, I remember that. that and was, suck that it up. Hard. Yeah, somebody's like, "What coast bias?" It was like, "What if you're from like Alabama or something like that?" And he's like, "And you, have, he and goes, you have dial up." He said, "He said, why do I? Why would I want to live there?" That's what that was his response. Yep. Yeah. Well, he was fired. 
from Microsoft. I don't know if you yep. guys was heard he, that. Well, see, I heard that he wasn't an actual Microsoft employee. Oh, he. I'm pretty sure he was, uh, according to the I mean, news. Granted, granted, this is coming as hearsay from somebody who completely misreads gaming articles constantly, yeah. a friend of mine. <laughs> Adam but, Worth, Sony Employee of the Month. Yeah, yeah. Works for Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, it was. It's crazy, but that brings to the discussion. Uh, we'll talk about this a little bit. Um, that that whole the whole DRM, the whole always online thing. Oh, uh, have oh I God. a penny to say about that? Yeah. So if you have a penny, a penny to say, two cents. There so we why, go. So why don't you why don't you go ahead and give us your, your well? Your money. Here, here's go here's back. what here's what we've got here. We've got a product that is released with this always online DRM that you know completely restricts your ability to play the game. And I and I bought SimCity. I didn't play. I didn't play Diablo three because I was never a really uh, a Diablo player. But I know the I did same play thing Diablo three. I can talk on that later. But yeah, go ahead. As far as SimCity was going for the first couple days of launch, I had no problem. Personally, I had no problem. I was an idiot. I was say, I was sitting there going, "Well, these people are not doing things right." They're saying, and and I and I'm a hypocrite here, of course, but um. <laughs> And saying, look, the, the, the US e server is full, and they're clicking on it and expecting to get transported into a game. And I'm like, those people are dumb. They just go to the empty server. Turns out I was wrong. <laughs> because eventually, I was on the Europe e server, which was the, the first one that I saw was open on launch. So I hadn't had any problem with the Europe e server. First of all, the game wasn't released in Europe yet. Second of all, uh, you know. Uh, for whatever reason, there weren't any problems for me those first couple of days. The third day was the worst day in the if, for me in the entire game. I would be on in my city playing with two of my friends, and it would it would just it would completely stop working. And you'd know because it would tell you at the bottom disconnected. And if you went out to the world view where you could see other people's cities, it would disconnect you from the game entirely. You had to sit in your city and do whatever you wanted, but you couldn't look around. You couldn't order resources from anywhere else. You couldn't, you know, you were basically on your own. It was it was it was infuriating to know that I my police force depended on police <laughs> policemen from other cities mm-hmm. because they were also sending me their criminals. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> And then to have that completely cut off because the internet connection, the, not the internet connection, the servers went down. And I've got I've got a fairly fat, I've got 40 megabytes down and, you know, 15 up, yeah. uh, downloads, uh, internet speed. Fairly fast internet, right? Yeah. And my voice is getting higher and higher pitch. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, I mean, and, and I, I, had to, I had to apologize to everybody that I talked to that I said, well, you're just doing it wrong. Because you people weren't. It really wasn't working. I was just an idiot. <laughs> but it's like, how how are you supposed to how are you supposed to run a game that depends on multiplayer? Because it really does depend on multiplayer. You, yeah, they designed it to. You have to have multiplayer. Yeah, the city's plots are too small for you to create an uber city that has everything you need. Yeah, you have to rely on the people around you. Right. Right. And that and but if you can't depend on the multiplayer to be up. Then you can't play the game. Then never mind the whole the server has to be up for you to play in the first place. Right. right. Now, uh, now here's where I, I mentioned this earlier about the reviews. How I said that they weren't rating the game, but they were rating the DRM. Now I understand completely uh, that they were rating the DRM. I understand that it's a huge, uh, it's a huge pockmark on the face of EA and you know on the game as a whole. But the game itself, when you're playing it and when it's working. As it was for me those first two days on Europe East, pretty damn good. I found. I mean, the 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 uh, dependence on other cities for resources was a little obnoxious at first, 
But if you had people that you were playing with that you knew, that you could trust, that weren't going to uh, cut off your supply at the last second, you could you could make a you could make a pretty good uh, living out of it. Not a living out of it, but pretty good <laughs> right. city. Oh, now, God. I mean, I guess I guess, at the, but again. The DRM is the big uh, is the elephant in the room, and it ruined it for a lot of people. Yeah, and it's one of those things. Like, I, I almost wonder: is this going to become the norm? Um, and it's, it, it really is a matter of how the public reacts to it. I, we're in a we're in a society where it's like we have these people who you know are complaining about this game. Yet everybody bought it, bought it on day one, didn't question right. it. And yeah. I have a feeling that same thing's going to happen with Xbox. So I, I I hope that they learn their lesson. I mean, they're getting feedback. Uh, well, the, they're certainly yeah. getting feedback right now about how people feel about there's, this. There's right. a pic, there's a picture on Reddit. It says, uh, oh, "What is it? I think it's Good Guy Xbox." It's got a picture of a Xbox 360. It's like people are upset about always online. Xbox Live goes down. Yeah. To de- demonstrate the point or something like that. I forget yeah. what yeah. the exact thing was. It was yeah. on Reddit earlier today. Yeah. Well, it's like so, so everyone hates DRM. Yeah. Right. It's, just, it's, it's obvious at this point. Yeah. And yet, people keep throwing money at EA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. like, if you yeah. want them to learn, stop throwing your money at them. Yeah. Now, now we should have a quick aside because, uh, as some of you might know, that EA was actually voted the worst, yeah, the company. worst company again. Yeah. Second time. Now, ago. now let's let's be honest here. Did you? And now this is a gaming podcast. Now, I originally heard this, and I said, well, yeah, EA is the worst gaming company. That makes sense. And then somebody said to me, no, 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 no. no. It's worst the worst company. company. And I said, okay, now we're getting a little crazy. Yeah. yeah, I think that's just a bunch of gamers bitching and moaning. Well, like, see, the problem is the gamers have the internet. That's yeah, the thing. Exactly. I just, yeah, yeah. It's like, no. you know, and yeah. I mean, let's be honest. EA is, they, they've, got us, they've got us by the balls in a lot of ways. Because they they put out these they put out these titles that people that, that people will buy regardless people are going to buy the new Madden people are going to buy right. Sim City people are going to buy uh, this that, and the other thing people bought Mass Effect yep and uh, you know people actually got what they wanted from the end of Mass Effect when they had to change it for people which I thought that was actually kind of cool but you know being a fan of Firefly when they did that with that yeah I, I think that I think that it really is a fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me kind of scenario where uh, right. I mean, I think that it wasn't really brought into this light. I mean, I mean, people are listening to this podcast are obviously interested in gaming. You guys have been hearing about this, the SimCity fiasco for, for weeks mm-hmm. now. Right. Um, and the apology letters and getting voted the worst company and stuff like that. Um, and I, I think that this is the really the first time where it's really been brought, brought to light. And I, I think that the next time this happens will truly be – because it's happened in the past but never to this degree. Right. I think right. the next time will truly be the I mean, the it happened with Diablo, Diablo 3. Right. Well, so my personal experience with Diablo 3, the servers were buggy. Right. In the first few days. After that, it cleared up, and I never had a problem. Yeah. I mean... Whereas, whereas other people were getting, what was it, Era 37? Yep. Constantly, where they just could not connect whatsoever for what was essentially... Well, actually, more than essentially, it was a single-player game. Yep. Yeah, interesting. That was all connected online. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's not the it's not the first time that there's been a game that was boxed I, as multiplayer, and it's really single-player. Like, that, right. that was the same thing with Tor as well. Yep. To be fair, though, I did like being able to pick up my game from where I left off on another machine. Right. That was really handy. That's cool. Oh, speaking of that with SimCity, here's, and and I hate to cut you off, but you know your city only saves on the server you were last on? Yep. That is a pain. That is ridiculous. I mean, mean, logistically, that kind of makes a little sense, but on the other hand, you're like, okay, so you have all these servers in the, but you can't find that my city was... Right, on that particular machine. Um, right. But no, cloud saves 
are fantastic. Oh yeah. Oh my god, they're so handy. Um, I, I, I'm still wary of the cloud. I, I keep thinking that it's going to rain all my save files down on me. Right. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, Diablo three had issues. Right. Don't get me wrong. Um, item balance and ca- lack of diversity in character. The, uh, the uh, what the the auction house with real money. Real, real, uh, real money auction house. It had its problems. Don't get me wrong. It was a good, solid Diablo game. And as someone who played Diablo right. 1 and Diablo 2, I liked seeing this sort of culmination. And sort of wrap-up, if you would. Of, there. Everything is dealt with. <laughs> All the prime... Spoilers. Are we at, we're not at spoilers yet? Uh, I no, had to catch myself. For what, Diablo? Yeah. Can, wait, can we... Fuck it. Spoil, fuck, it. fuck it. It's Diablo 3. It's been out for ages. We, you've wiped out all the primevals, you fought your way through heaven, you punched Diablo in the face, which was actually an achievement I earned. <laughs> There's actually an achievement, punch Diablo. And the description is, what, do you have to, you have punch to be Diablo. A, you have to be an unarmed monk to do it? Yeah. No, no, no. You just have to unequip your weapon, so right. you're using nothing in your offhand. Right. And you can't use any special attacks. You have just to go back to, to a, a straight basic punch. default attack with no weapon. You just walk up and just, boom! Yep. Um... So you fight your way through heaven, you kill all the prime evils, you beat Diablo again, and you're like, it's done. You have defeated all of the evils in the Diablo universe. Would you like to play on the next difficulty? Exactly. <laughs> but, um, and I, I played through with a Barbarian playthrough, and it was phenomenal. Because it just was like, look, here's a whole horde of enemies. And just wade into them. Yeah, and it was just like, look at me! I'm slaughtering the armies of hell, <laughs> and it was really satisfying. Yeah, like uh, I played as I also played as wizard. I played as demon hunter, and those were fun. Those were fun. They were interesting. Yeah. Like demon hunter has some really cool things, right? But nothing was as just immensely satisfying as being a barbarian. As being a barbarian and leaping, seeing a whole group of enemies and leaping right into the middle of them, and then just. Watching as all the enemies around you just explode. <laughs> uh, I have, I have, I did a LP of Diablo Three. It's on my right. channel. Sponsor. Um, <laughs> and I, I demonstrate this in one of my episodes. Like, okay, see this mob of enemies. This is why I like playing Barbarian. Hoop. Yeah. Now, now, and I kill, co- I kill like fifty enemies in the space of like three, of right. like seven seconds. It's just like that is why it's so satisfying. <laughs> So, so I was going to ask. This just occurred to me just now. Uh, what, what, what is your opinion on what they? Uh, what uh, I think, I think Blizzard said this actually. Uh, was it Blizzard? Yeah, it was Blizzard. Um, they, they I said. Don't, I that, don't know what they said. What did they say? They said um, that the game doesn't really truly begin until you get to the third playthrough. Is that actually true? Storyline. Uh, I'm going to disagree with that in terms of the storyline. In terms of like you getting to the sort of meta game portion of it, right? Yes, yeah. Because I heard or that, once and you, I was... or once you bump up to like Inferno difficulty, and you're like, "Oh dear God, these basic enemies are kicking my ass." Yeah, <laughs> and which was it. another thing they toned yeah. down. <laughs> I don't like... want to jump too far off track. <laughs> I know, right? Um, <laughs> Wait, uh, how are we doing for time? Oh we're God, doing, we're doing pretty well. Um, so let's let's wrap this up. Final thoughts on DRM and and, and the future of gaming with with this. DRM is bad, here. and you should feel bad. Uh, I think that uh, DRM is not a necessary evil, but I think what needs to be done is there needs to be another way found to to sell the game to these so-called 
uh, pirators. Right. Well, that, you know. Well, here's what, the thing. Yeah. Is that there are people who, it doesn't matter what it is, they will pirate it. Right. There are people who pirate iOS games. Yeah, I mean. Right. Like, this is like a 99 cent game. You can't be bothered to spend 99 cents to help out the developer. Yeah. Like, and, but, the, and the other question is, for those that aren't pirates in that, of that, uh, of that, uh, nature. Yeah, that nature that, uh, I can't even think of it. But, um, pro, get, uh, prolific, uh, prolifics, uh, that prolific of a pirater. Hey. I mean, some of these games are really expensive for a very short amount of time of play. Like, yeah. I mean, a couple of years ago. Triple A titles are yeah. like 60 bucks now. Yeah. For what? Like eight hours in the case of some yeah. titles? Yeah. And some people don't want to pay that much. Yeah, I mean, and, and I mean that's that's fair and all, but I mean, how but I've been, I mean, aren't they charging sixty dollars simply because um, the cost of game development is going up, and because people are stealing these games, so they have to now. Now, see, have... I, I've I've read that the cost of developing games is much lower I, than sixty dollars. I can't, but well, I'm, I'm, per, well, per, I mean, they have to make per profit. capita per capita. Yeah, I mean, they have right. to make profit, but I mean, think of all the outlets they have to go through, all the the wholesale and stuff like that. Yeah. I really want to get. But well, I'm one of those people who will sit and watch the end credits of a game. Right. I, I do filmmaking, as I said. And it is... Filmmaking, too. Same thing. A lot of people put a lot of work into that. Right. And I respect that, and I, you know what? I'm going to give them their due. Yeah. Which is why I won't pirate shit. And, and, I'm not, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't buy games that, are, that you think are too expensive. I'm saying that, you know, maybe, maybe it's, it's getting to the point where maybe the games have become a little too small in, in, yeah. in terms of scale. Where... Uh, now... Granted, people are going to yell at me and say, well, Skyrim and Oblivion and things like that with hours and hours and Kingdom of Fallout 3! But there are some AAA games that have very, very, very short campaigns yeah. that, are, that are still $60. And you, and you say, well, there's lots of secrets. So, well, you know... But I'm, secret... not, I'm not paying for secrets, necessarily. Like, if you buy Battlefield 3 for $60... That campaign is completely secondary. You yeah. don't, you might not want to play with people online because you realize that the people online are dicks. Yep. But but I mean I can tell you also uh, that on the on the length comment uh, that you know I have let, let's take two games here that I kind of I'd say I probably equally enjoy so far which right. is I'm 40 hours into Nino Kuni. I feel like the ending's not even anywhere near sight. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's, that's uh, true. And, and let's let's just JRPGs. Let's, so oh my God. but but I can tell you that I, I I found I found just as much value in my seven hour eight hour god of war three experience right as i did with the 40 plus hour you know kuni experience because right. the gameplay was so focused and and narrowed down into so much great stuff and content right. per second it's not necessarily god of war. it's not necessarily how much time yeah. you get out of the game it's how much enjoyment you get out all of right it. and i and i'm absolutely playing devil's advocate here because i paid right. 60 dollars for halo 3 odst which was a very very short game that came yes. with a map pack for halo 3 but <laughs> i enjoyed it so much that i just didn't care Right. So, I mean, there's two sides of the coin. Exactly. There's I mean, two sides to every coin. <laughs> we'll talk about those coins in a moment. We're going to take a, a break now, uh, and when we come back, we're going to spoil the fuck out of Bioshock Infinite. Uh, Yay! Uh, and discuss. Yeah, and discuss why we're still talking about it Perhaps now. Perhaps discuss. Bioshock Infinite spoilers. Discuss. <laughs> God damn it. I hated those questions. <laughs> we'll be right back. Ooh, they want the candidate you 
Okay, okay, so Dan hasn't been recording. We already got yeah. into this. Okay. So, <laughs> so Bioshock Infinite spoilers. Yeah. Let's... Oh, my God. All right. All right, so... Holy the shit. big one. Starting, starting with the big one first. The big yeah. one. So, I'll, I'll do it this way. Okay. So, as you discover, Bioshock Infinite deals with multiple realities, alternate timelines, and just, you know, the infinite possible universes. General mindfuckery. Exactly. So, here's the Man. big one, ladies and gentlemen. Booker is Comstock. And Comstock, Comstock is, is Booker. Booker. Einhorn is Finkel. <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn. Pick that I, up at your local movie stop. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the big one. That's like, holy shit. Did you guys see it coming? I oh. did, believe it or not. I, I was in I was in the first lady with Elizabeth when, you know, right before she notices where your coordinates are set for and she knocks mm-hmm. you out. And and I said to myself No, it was before that. It was something before that. I think it was the um I just said to myself, you know, what if Booker is Comstock? Yeah, I mean and I think I, I thought the same thing too, and, and but it wasn't something that I was like formulating it, in my head. It was just right. one of those things like with you know, I bet this 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 fucking looking looking back, this, I missed this so twist, much. This, this twist yeah. ass game, you know, Booker is going to be Comstock, and sure enough, that was correct. But I didn't really think too much on. it. I did not see it. I will be honest, I did not see it coming. Yeah. Uh, mainly because of the, I, I knew there was something with parallel universes. I saw that early right. on, but it was the time difference yeah. that threw me off. Right. You know, because because Comstock is an old man in this, and Booker right. is you know right. probably in his thirties. Yeah. Um. And I saw, I know, I, I saw they were obviously drawing parallels right. between the two characters. That I saw. I'm like, okay, because, right. because you know, he's the pro- Comstock is the prophet. I'm the false shepherd, you right? Know. And not to mention, Comstock knows he's coming. Exactly. Knows what he's going to have on his hand. Right. right. He knew everything ahead right. of the time. But but I figured that that was part of him being the prophet, maybe because of you know weird future time fuckery. Right. 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 Especially when you start seeing there are tears. That reference the future. Right. Because, right. you you know, you hear, uh, what was it, like, born in the USA or... Yep. Uh, no. No. Oh, um, no, no. God, no. Uh, not born uh, in the USA. Clearwater Revival. Clearwater Revival. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. TCR. Yeah, I'm Fortunate sorry. Fortunate son. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. I was, I was you start hearing that and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Or the fact that you hear the, the barbershop quartet singing oh, the Beach God. Boys song. That right. was, for me, I'm a huge, huge Beach Boys fan. I love that album, Pet Sounds. And I, it's funny, they, I was hearing it in the background as I'm walking through the town. And I'm thinking, what is that song? I know this song. Yeah. And then you the quartet. No, no, what a, By the way, a how fitting was that song, song choice for the game? I, I know, cool, right? Yeah. Oh my god, the lyrics. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. But what's, what, what I thought was so cool about the game, and it's, it's one of the few games where I'm genuinely excited to go back and play again. I'm not one to rewatch a movie. I'm not one to replay a game. Well, yeah, because you're going to see things in different light. Giving, exactly. Giving the, like... You look back and you think of you know, like uh, you might not have found all the audio diaries, but some of them were were pretty blatant when you think about them. Yeah, because yeah. uh, there was one um, there was one where it's uh, Comstock musing about his baptism when he was born again. He says, "What becomes of the sinner? Right? Does he remain? Right? Yeah. There is so much in this game that just basically spoils the plot for you, and you don't see any of it. And I, it's, it's until you get to the end, brilliant. you're like, "Oh, that's what they! Oh my god! It's freaking brilliant! Right? Yeah." And okay, spoiler number two. Well, we're on spoiler, so you can do whatever you can yeah. do whatever the hell you want. Okay, right. um, and I think that people who are listening to this, all, all, hopefully, have already, have played, already played the game. And right. Are just listening right. To yeah. Our so, uh, what are we saying? Okay. Yeah. So you know, forget all that. The twins. Yeah. 
Oh my god, I love the twins. Yes. Oh, they technically, great. technically, they're not twins. They're no, the they're same not. person. Yes. They're the same person with one, you know, switched chromosome. Yeah, I yep. guess they had gotten stuck in in the veil or stuck in the. Well, stuck in, it, according stuck according to the uh, according to the audio diary, what happened was she brought him through the through the tear. Yep, into this. Yeah, into this. Reality. But th- then they did something else, like the machine crashed yeah. or something. I think they're like halfway through the tear, halfway through the transdimensional yeah. travel. And, it, and it's, it's funny because when Comstock betrayed them and tried to kill them, right. Because they're completely deadpan the whole time. Yep. And they're like, well, now we're dancing. Yeah. Yep. They're just sitting, as you're riding the Skyrail, they're right next to you with a with a record player, and they're waltzing, and you're like... And then they're, and then they're mysteriously on the next one. Basically, they're just stuck flipping through possible realities. Yep. Um, I, lo- I love the first time you meet them. Flip the coin. Yes. Bing. Heads. Oh, they always say heads. And then, you, and then they turn around and walk away, and you see on his back... Right. He's got a board just filled with checks for heads. Actually, like that was that was actually a really funny moment for me because I thought, well, this is an interesting character. I'll follow him. He just stood staring at a wall for two minutes yeah. and yeah. then he despawned. <laughs> <laughs> I was great. like, well, that was odd. odd. Okay, <laughs> my big question: yeah. Are there multiple endings? I don't. Th- I think there are. I think that there are, and here's my reasoning for this. Um. And it goes back to when Booker is traveling through the the, uh, the different tears on his way to save Elizabeth. I think mm-hmm. he he goes to try and stop the the giving away of Anna mm-hmm. and a Dewitt, right? And Comstock's there. Right, he's on the wrong side. Yeah, and then in, in a separate audio diary, you hear the tw- you hear uh, one of the twins talking about multiple Comstocks. I wonder why this one lives longer. I wonder why this one lives longer. I'm sitting there thinking, wait a minute. Does that mean that they pulled through a new Comstock and that the current Comstock that we're facing is a different Comstock than the one that originally built Columbia because the first one died? Possibly. Yeah. And I also think, and this is just tinfoil, absolute tinfoil, you know, hat blocking alien signals. I think that in one of the alternate timelines, possibly the one you even see when you're looking at all the islands, all the lighthouses... Is that Booker does not take Elizabeth to break the, uh, uh, what the hell is it called? Break the cycle, or? No, nah, not the cycle. The the thing that inhibits her powers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think that there's, I think that one of the alternate timelines that you see them walking together mm-hmm. is he takes her back to New York not knowing who she is. Oh, yeah. And. So, theoretically, well, technically... There are an infinite number of endings right. to Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, I th- um, I think that it's possible, and this is, and I'm also taking this from Futurama that she might be her own mother. I thought that as well, possibly, yeah. because the first the first person she meets says, "Anna, yeah, what are you doing here?" Right, but that ends up being that does end up being a ploy because she says, "No, I'm not Anna. I'm Elizabeth." But doesn't right. that also wouldn't that also imply that Booker is sleeping with his daughter? Yes, but, but he might not know it. But he might not but know, he it. know it, right? Exactly, right? Because there's got to be there's got to be a like if, if there's an infinite number of universes, there's got to be one where he doesn't figure out he, she's his daughter. Exactly. And which points he? At yeah, which point you know there they there was a lot of romantic Tens- tension there. Yeah, and Bioshock just loves to make us feel unclean in this game. By the way. <laughs> yep, yeah, uh, and that's one of the ways. Yeah, it's um, like, wait, she says. Oh, 
<laughs> oh. So, like, and you were talking about her earlier, Tristan. You Ooh. said how cute she was. She's really cute. <laughs> like, like just, her character is really adorable. And you'll notice, like, they, they put a lot of effort into it, too. Yeah. Because as things happen, her facial expression changes. Yes, she reacts to things. You can see her, her emotions. So they're state. building this up, building this up. Oh, right, she's your daughter. And you're like, eh. That's like the ultimate, like... I mean, Talk to you. Just... Blue blue balls. Uh. <laughs> one one thing one thing that really uh. resonated with me on the subject of Elizabeth, um, I wrote it down here in my notes, is that it had ne- not since inception that I have such a interesting. This could go both ways ending. Mm-hmm. And I I speak of course if you have seen Inception, the top spinning thing. I, I'm right. not here to spoil movies, but you right. know with the top spinning, um, and not and it cutting out too early. I thought it was freaking brilliant that the game cuts out. With Elizabeth, the last Elizabeth standing there, uh-huh. and it blacks out. And my question is, did she die, or is she alive? Well, hold on a sec, hold on a sec. What ending did you get? Because in my ending, it ends with all the Elizabeths yeah. drowning Booker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I thought, I, there aren't multiple endings, are there? I know we were just talking about there. Are there multiple endings? I don't think there are. I don't I think, think there are. What, but, I, mean the, I mean, the decisions are, uh, I mean, they, they, whether you very... Whether you spare Slate, or you right. kill him. Which is uh, a very superfluous decision, you find out. Very, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Uh, which, whether you pick the bird or the cage. Right. Oh, yeah, that stuff. Okay, yeah. Um, I read somewhere that the bird and the cage thing were completely superfluous. Uh, right. A couple of people who played through it twice and picked both things. Like, And even if you spare Slate, you just find him later on and he completely ignores you. Well, because Seriously? he's been... Yeah. yeah. He's been, like, trepend. Oh, like, okay. They've gone in and... Cool. Uh, <laughs> fucked with his brain. Well, I must have killed right. him then. I don't remember what I did. Because I, I saved him and found him. He's just oh, a fucking I mean, vegetable. You know, I mean, you like... have to look for him. It's oh, down, in the, okay, it's down in, the, okay. um, in the jail. In the jail. You have to go into the cell right before... You're looking for cell number nine. He's in number seven. Yep. And oh, I saw I that. see him. Okay, I didn't yep. kill him. Right. Okay, all right. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And that's, he's just kind of sitting there in a wheelchair and he doesn't even yeah. acknowledge you're there. Yep, but, because he's had a complete... Uh... Oh, God. Breakdown. Well, no. Um, no, if you look carefully... If you look carefully, you can see scars oh, on his uh, head. Oh, lobotomy. Yeah, they've given him, like, a complete lobotomy. And it's just like, yeah. oh, crap, yeah. that's dark. I probably should have killed him because it would have been nicer. So, actually, Elizabeth says that. <laughs> yeah, she does. So I, I actually, like, researched this game and researched string theory a little bit. Just a oh, conceptual string oh, I've, theory. I've, well, How does Columbia float? <laughs> Physics. Yeah. So, so, so I, I can or, tell or the lack thereof. Yeah. So I physics. Can, we don't need no stinking physics. So, so what was interesting to me about the ending, though, getting back to that, is that you know, the screen blacks out. It, the Elizabeths are disappearing in rhythm. Yep. And the last Elizabeth doesn't quite disappear. The screen blacks out to the credits before she disappears. Before you know if she disappeared or not. And what's interesting is, um, so what, what it's basically telling you is. You know, it's sort of like in uh, Back to the Future when you know it's not you know she's been McFlyed. Yeah, he's, she's been McFlyed. Yes, and and but my question, what what confused me was the Elizabeth that is left at the end is the one that came with you mm-hmm. to to your your final resting place there, where all of the all of the possibilities of you existing as Comstock are washed away. Yeah, um, pun intended, I suppose. Um, and what's interesting about it is technically, if she. Mur- if she gets you there, if she murders you there, and you don't become Comst- Comstock, you don't create Elizabeth, the Elizabeth that existed right there to, to kill you in the first place. However, right, paradox, you can't possibly yes. trap her. However, if she never exists, she can't take you to that place 
to drown you in the first yep. place. Welcome to the paradox. Yes. Uh, welcome and, to the time travel paradox. And that's paradox. what I thought was so cool about it. It completely is right. on a... You know, Which is why they start disappearing, of course. Yeah. Um, well, that's why the other ones disappear, but it's interesting that they left her... Uh, right. Left that, left I, that I've too. dealt with... I, I've seen a lot of other series and read a lot on... In the past, just because I enjoy this shit, on multiple <laughs> on, on multiple realities and all oh, you've done research, have you? And, and the big problem I have with anything that deals with multiple realities is how pointless it makes your actions. Right, right. Because right. ultimately, there's a reality that whatever you do is doesn't work, or you never do it. And there's another reality where you've already done it. Yeah, and and and, and to go off of that. It, Comstock gets baptized. Well, DeWitt gets baptized. He washes his sins away. He becomes Comstock, but he still makes a museum exhibit to the slaughtering of the Indians that wouldn't, excuse me, Native Americans that wounded knee. Yep. So how how are his sins washed away exactly? Now he's glorifying them. Right. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, I think that I think the ultimate thing, and I to your point, Tristan, I think there were as they say, there the coin will always land on heads. Mm-hmm. There will always right. be a lighthouse. There will always be a lighthouse. There's there always, always a man. Which that that was awesome. Learning that Columbia is just Columbia is Rapture in another reality. Yeah. Right. It, it's just an alternate reality. I don't know if I can play Bioshock <laughs> now. Yeah. Uh, so after Infinite, right? But, here, uh, but here's the that. question, though, because you can see all the same characters now. Right. So, for example, you have Sophia Lamb in Bioshock Two. Yeah. Right. And Elizabeth is the Lamb in Bioshock right. Infinite. Um, but then it becomes okay. Who are these characters now? In the part, in the sense of, well, it's easy. Bioshock it's easy. One. You get Tannenbaum. Yep. yep. Is uh, oh god, what's her name? One of the twins. Lutas. Yep. Yeah. Tannenbaum's Lutas. Period. I think. Right. Yeah. She takes t- she takes both of their forms. Right. And of course, Andrew Ryan is Comstock. Yep. Yep. And then, oh god, who who would be uh, Fontaine would be uh, Fink. Would be Fink. Are we sure it would be Fink though? Because be, yes, because Fontaine from Fontaine well, then, Futuristics. Well then, well then, who is? Um, he, he represents uh, the are industry. You, are you suggesting that Booker is? is, is no, no, Fontaine? no, no, no. I'm I'm just saying that you know, Fink wasn't really as antagonizing to you as Fontaine was in Bioshock. Sure. Right. Uh, uh, the the more antagonizing uh, figure in 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 Bioshock to me would have been uh, in Bioshock Infinite rather would be the the, the woman that kills Fink. Oh yeah, the leader of the Vox Popular. Yep. Um, fair point. But then, okay. But then here we go. But then, who does Jack represent in Bioshock One? Is Jack Elizabeth? I think we're I think we're drawn to try to assume it's Booker. Um, and I, I think that it's I don't think Jack is Booker. He, doesn't he have some sort of connection with Andrew Ryan to begin with? Yes. Well, because so, yeah. Jack is Andrew Ryan's genetically engineered. Son, yeah, oh, Jack right. is your son. So we're we're to assume that Jack is taking Elizabeth's place, and I, right as the as right. the child figure who changes right. everything, right? And I and I, I think yep. it I think it's wrong for us to, but it's 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 essential for us to assume that everything falls upon Booker's shoulders because Booker's the main character of Bioshock Infinite. So right. obviously everything revolves around him, and everything revolves around Jack. But and wait, but he's wait. not the main character in other universes. Yes, exactly. No. And and then we go into Bioshock Two. Where we have Sophia Lamb and we have Lamb's daughter and Omega. I never played that game actually. Yeah, yeah I, I never, never got. I never got. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Oh god! So I'm the only one here. Okay, but so for I... anyone who's played Bioshock Two, now with, have... now now the question is: Is that an alternate universe? Ooh. 
Because it, if Sophia, if Sophia Lamb is the Elizabeth of that universe, and well, no, Jack no, I, is the Elizabeth no, no, no. of the first one. Sophia Lamb is not the Elizabeth of that okay, universe. Okay, I'm incorrect then. Sophia Lamb is, is, if anything, the Comstock of that universe because she's right. a religious leader. But she has a daughter. Right. Who is the main goal. So right. in Bioshock 2, uh, her, her daughter is definitely the Elizabeth of that game. Okay. Right. But then, and then the main character of Bioshock 2, who you play... Is, it's very, very strongly hinted at that he is her biological father, and because she's your original little sister, he is the original big daddy. Because she's his biological father, because right. he is her biological father, they were able to, was how they were able to get this started in the first place. Okay. And that from there, they were able to perfect it so they could do it elsewhere. So then, so then the main character of two is in a way Comstock, Comstock slash Booker. And it's probably more Booker, because because right. if it, except that if anything, the main character of Bioshock Two has a much more pure motives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, yeah, it's hard talking about this one. I'm the only one who's played two. Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're kind of sitting here scratching. I'm like, okay, there's like a thousand characters being. Oh no, see, right I'm now. following right. a perfect. Yeah, no, no. It, but, but but so so the nice thing is it's all parallel universes. So exactly, right. you know, you can refer to a, a Sophia Lamb, and I can be like, okay, this person, you know, and it, it's, it's easy to. to actually, actually, this also there's, brings up an interesting. There's point. always a city. Yeah, it's always in a weird place. There's, there's always, always a religious a leader. Right. Yep. There's always a religious leader. There's always a child who changes everything or is central to the yep. plot. Right. And then there's always. I wonder if the, the little sisters in Bioshock one were the Elizabeth, because yeah. if you rescue all of them, you get that extra cutscene. Yeah, hmm. but I, I I I like I think I like Tristan's ex- explanation. Yeah. Of, of that just occurred better. to me. I'm sorry, uh, I didn't no, mean to cut okay. you off. Yeah, the the Jack is, is that the Elizabeth, that Elizabeth is Jack, right? Um, right. The genetically engineered, you know. So that's that's right. really cool. Um, to think about from that perspective like it's another parallel universe where instead of constructing a um a woman there was a man was constructed or however however right, that right, right, however right, that right, right. however that happens to however that happens exactly. to fall um speaking uh, of which um which oh my god so just going back that which made the opening of yeah. Bioshock Infinite so good because it's the same opening as Bioshock's as Bioshock 1 except you go up instead of down yeah and the Lutesses are awesome. there to. I know, yeah. I know. I picked up that really quick because I'm like, oh man, these t- these two people on the boat seem really fun. <laughs> Shame they're only going to be here like at the opening, and then I run into them and I'm like, wait a minute, they sound. How did they get up here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they show up again. Like, Who are these people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And why do I want to follow them so much? <laughs> yeah, they were great. Oh god, they were fantastic. Their banter was was, was hilarious too. What do you guys think the songbird represents? That's actually very interesting and because I I thought about the, that and I sort of hit a so dead end. The songbird, yeah. Okay, so I found this. Yes, I, I, think, I think I think I think you're about to so, say what I was going to say. So the Lutesses yeah. found a tear to Rapture. Yep. And saw and or found the notes on the Big Daddies in Rapture, <laughs> and thus the songbird is the is the Columbia version of the Big Daddies. And is actually, if anything, a precursor to the Big Daddies. Because the Big Daddies come from the future. Right. Because because Bioshock 1 and 2 take place in the 60s. Whereas right. this place takes place in the 1960s. So this is a prototype, if you would. Which is why which is why it's less 
which is why the songbird is less independent let's say and why your your description now starts applying as elizabeth as the little sisters right um and i can see that did you guys hear about the songbird in bioshock one no stunned silencer yeah Tell us, please. I've talked to a couple different friends of mine uh, who have said that they've since played through Bioshock 1 and looked online, and there is apparently a scene. I haven't I haven't played through, and I'm excited to play through now because I want to see when this mm-hmm. happens. I want right. to look it up before so I can see what kind of look for it. I've played through Bioshock 1 multiple times. Where you hear, where you're actually walking through, and you hear a shriek, and I think see something. I could just be the noise, but you hear the shriek of the songbird being, being you know, qu- you know, just being just uh, drowned. Uh, right, because right. that's what happens. She summons it into the ocean death and it gets crunched. Yeah, and it shrieks when it dies. Yeah. And apparently in the first game, you hear that shriek or you see the songbird. I, I think it's just a shriek, but you... Because I don't ever remember seeing the songbird. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think I remember hearing the shriek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And being like, I, and at the time... Um, I wonder if that's what, what broke some of the tunnels. Yeah, at one point, because I remember there being some, uh, some sort of shriek-like noise, and some of the tunnels collapsed. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. I, I think yeah, I, that's my point, point, I think when I first played through, I always attributed that to just this the sound of the, you know the ocean crushing or rending something. Right. Right. Which, right. to be fair, if it was a songbird, it was. Yeah. <laughs> just not what I thought it was. I was thinking it was like crushing or rending like a tunnel or a support yeah. beam or something. Right. But I mean, so much of this game, uh, it was was so well thought out. I mean, it's 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 amazing. Well, it, okay, so. It's amazing yeah. that we can have this many conversations yes. about the story that are backed up by something in such a ridiculous hypothetical situation right. where you can come up with so many alternate okay. things. For example, I mean, just as just as just as simple as the fact that the songbird was actually designed as an aerodynamic bird way up in the atmosphere, so it can't take water pressure because yep. of the way it was designed. That's why she sends to the ocean. That's why when you fall into the ocean earlier in the game, oh, herp derp. That's why its eye cracks. And it yep. that his, just occurred to me. Sticks its head in the water and its eye crack. It didn't occur to me until somebody like kind of spelled it out for me. It's like, oh yeah, fuck. Um, <laughs> but there's there's a lot of just really cool like wow like that's that's crazy. That's so yeah. well thought out. You know how many it's how many atmospheres can we take? Well, it's a spaceship, so we can take between zero and one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was really 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 cool. I okay. think you're, you're saying, I actually right. yeah. I actually right. found myself questioning reality for a second earlier today when I thought about uh, one of the parallels. If you notice, Booker has to get himself baptized by the same person who baptized Comstock mm-hmm. to enter Columbia. And then, it, of course, the game ends with Booker being baptized. And drowned. Yep. Eh. So the question, the question I had, and this is, again, tinfoil, mm-hmm. um, did he ever really go to Columbia or did he just drown and dream it? Right, because you, uh, when, when he gets drowned, it's the only scene in the game. Well, the first time, when you go down that that long that long narrow path that you have to follow, right? And you, I think you have to get baptized, right? Yeah, right. Um, and then he gets and now if I think, out. and if I think back to it, all of the all of the other uh, baptismal people that are walking along next to you are kind of generic looking blokes. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if going back, if I'll see Booker Dewitt walking next to me, because they disappear. Yeah. Because you find all the people that are already there, and then you get baptized. So I wonder, what were you about to what, what were you about okay. to say with the belt buckle? Yeah. Uh, well, here. So, okay. <laughs> you at the belt buckle. <laughs> you at the belt buckle. Um, okay. Does it does it seem like to like any to anyone else? Does it seem like they changed a lot of the story, like in the last few months? 
before it released. Maybe. I I, I, I saw, like, all the teasers and all the promos, and there are scenes and, like, screenshots in those for events that never happen. In the actual game, like the scene with the yeah. with, like the scene with the horse, right? Or when she opens a tear to Paris. Then I'm really con- I'm really excited to hear what you have to think about this because I actually made it a point not to watch any of the early stuff. I didn't watch right. any of the trailers. I when I saw preview, you know, how Elizabeth affects the combat, and you're like, no, no, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, the only the only thing I saw was the the very first uh, the very first trailer that showed Elizabeth getting grabbed by the handyman as Booker's falling. Yeah. Like that, like that, that very first trailer, yeah. Because uh, I, I saw the teasers and stuff, and they show. Now there were a few parts of the game, like uh, when you're in the shop kiosk, right? And and, and Songbird shows up, and you have to hide from Songbird. Mm-hmm. Those were in the teasers, but there's a lot of scenes that aren't. Like there's a scene where, where Elizabeth, where you come across a horse that's just been wounded in the Vox Populi fighting, mm-hmm. and is just lying on the street, like bleeding out. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth saves it by opening up a tear. That's not in the actual game. There's a scene where she opens up a tear to Paris. Okay. And Paris in like the 1920s. Yeah. And there's actually a billboard for uh, Return of the Jedi yeah. in French. Well, that's, that's in the game, I believe. That I is. never found it. Really? I found it. Wait, Return of the Jedi in the 20s? Yeah, they're, they're, that, yeah that's, that's weird. Yeah. It's weird, but it's in the game. Uh, it's in the game. Uh, you, uh, she pulls it up at one point. She... You look outside, and it's—I think it's Paris. Yeah, no, yeah, it's—it's it's it's Paris. You see, like the, That's in the game. tower, huh? Because I, I never yeah, found revanche, that. Revanche, revanche du Jedi, right? Yeah, revanche yeah. du Wait, Jedi. Isn't that the um, when you first see her? Doesn't she yes, open up when a you tear? First see her? She, oh no! So when you open up that window, when you first—you're correct. When, yeah. When you're when you're when you're she's doing the painting. Her, yeah, one of the rooms there, she opens a tear, and it's revanche du Jedi, and she's looking into into Paris. Right. So it is in the game. It is in the game. In the cutscene, though, oh, okay. you and her start walking into it, oh, no. and a car comes yeah. screaming at you. Yeah, yeah. And you have to close it up. Yeah. Um, like that scene is never in the game. There are screenshots. If you look at some of the screenshots, like on Steam, yeah, they show the um the weird trumpet, the boys of silence, the boys of silence. Hate them. Outside of the one level they show up in, the boys of silence, the equivalent of that doctor enemy in a. Uh... Bioshock One, that's that just is standing right behind you at one point in the game. Oh my god, <laughs> that was that was. Have you seen the scare compilation on YouTube? No, I have not. <laughs> oh, they're hilarious. How many scares are there beyond that one though? That was really. I mean, the, that, that was one really had a creep. The game's eerie, and Bioshock One to me was always a horror game. Always a very very scary. Oh god, yes. I, I threw my wireless controller into my face when I turned around <laughs> from picking up that tonic, and the guy was just like, "Hi." And he's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like he wasn't—he wasn't even aggressive. He was just standing You're there, just breathing. standing there. You're just like, ah, yeah. well, the boy of is the same thing. It just stands there, um, and uh, and stares at you for about a half second, and then just starts screaming, and then and then the dudes come out. You know? Yeah. Oh my god, I hated that part. Oh my, I that I, part was such a bitch. I couldn't figure out right away how to beat the boys of silence. Yeah. Like how to how to like sneak around yeah, them. Yeah. Like I didn't figure well. I figured out how to do it, but I didn't figure out that I had that to. you had to. Yeah. yeah. So I, I ended up like wasting all of my ammo on that. Part. I figured out. So, okay. So I figured out how to sneak past them, but I was like, I don't want to miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a hand cannon for a reason. So I then, just then, then put you myself s- into position. And just then, then you, sir, were clearly playing on easy or normal. I was playing on normal. <laughs> no, no, when, no. If when I play through on when I'm playing through on nine, 1999, I'm going to sneak the shit past them. But um, why do you think that we can't hurt the boys of silence? I I just think it's you can't do enough damage to them 
by the time they disappear. Disappear. That's my theory. All right, because uh, I don't know. It's 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 kind of a weird dynamic that you can't like they don't even appear to be hurt. Like right. your attacks kind of like if you shoot one, if you surprise one by shooting it before it spots you, it goes. Oh God! What the fuck was that? It reacts. All right, yeah. It does react. You go, whoa! What the? Sh- where the shit did that come from? And then awakens all the zealots. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Oh man, I love my hand cannon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so fun. <laughs> Especially when I got the piece of gear that upgraded like all my ammo capacity, so I had nine <laughs> shots with a hand cannon. I'm just like, Lord. whatever. Pop. No, I just did. I just did the. Uh... So, so what we've what we've come to come to say here is that there are so many different realities <laughs> that we don't really know what yeah. the fuck we're talking about. Hey, exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. I don't want another Bioshock. I really, I really hope another Bioshock does not ever come out. Yeah, because then, because how? I just how want to see more DLC for Bioshock. Oh yeah. I also. Honestly, how would they DLC though? Is the question. I know, right? Like, what can you add? Yeah, that, that that's why I didn't buy the season pass. Like, I wasn't excited for. Like, I didn't think it at the time. Yeah. Like, I thought that there would be, like, some sort of, like, cliffhanger ending. I didn't realize that it was going to be an ending so concrete. Like, it's like, this is the ending. This is, this, you stop the cycle. There's no more lighthouses. You (laughs) fixed it. Well, no, technically there would still be lighthouses. Well, there won't be Comstocks. Or, uh, or, well. Or Elizabeth. Right. Or Elizabeth. But there will be Annas. There will still be there will still be Annas. There'll still there be will Bookers. still be Bookers. There will still be Raptures. Yeah. Right. Because Rapture w- was made independent right. of of Columbia. But then that then that begs the question, how can you make a sequel without when you've already established this formula? Yep. And how do you make it new? Exactly. Yeah, that, when you've already when you've Bioshock Infinite, you basically pull back the curtain and go, Hey guys. Hey guys. See what we've done here? We, we didn't actually have to write the last two games. <laughs> oh, aren't we clever? Yeah. I... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully... Well, you know what? Hopefully, Irrational will now take this opportunity to go do other stuff. Yeah, I really hope they make something else. I mean, they're... They're obviously very talented over there. Uh, I, exactly. I'd like to see them do something completely different than... Well, their, their story work is fantastic. Well, oh, yeah. God, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah ex- and same. same thing. Like, like I'm really happy now that Halo is no longer doing... Uh, Bungie's no longer doing Halo games. It's like, <laughs> thank you, God. They can work on something else now. Yeah. Oh, something that... <laughs> Never mind. That's a story for another day. Yep. <laughs> Destiny. Yeah, I'm pretty Destiny. Excited. No escaping death for me. Pretty Okay. Pretty freaking excited for Destiny. Any other thoughts about Bioshock Infinite? I mean, we've covered quite a bit. It's a good variety. game. You should play it. Yeah. If you well, haven't I, played it, well, go play I it. Hope, I do hope. I have any? Do I have anything on that piece of paper over there that we haven't talked about? <laughs> I, I really, I really I'm also hope that if you're telling people to play this, and uh, listening to it right see. now, that they're Bioshock not Infinite to it. gaming. It's only news. one page, so uh, terrible constipation. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, shit. Um, <laughs> Literally, yeah, <wait. laughs> wounded knees. Oh. Uh, wound, the Wounded Knee exhibit, Comstock the Hero. We right. brought it up, didn't we? Yeah, we, oh, we, 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 we covered that, really. Uh, like, you know, like, like I said, he's he washed the sins, and then he built the monument to them. Right. Yeah. I always, I found it really, like, once I learned that Comstock, you know, Comstock is Booker, Booker is Comstock, that whole scene was Slate being like, like, we Booker! Wanna, we want to lose to a real warrior. Well, it was like, it was like well, no, Slate goes, 
Booker, you were there. You were the real hero of this. But Booker... (laughs) Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Also, at what point did Booker lose his racism? Is another question. (laughs) That's... Baptizing him only made him more racist. <laughs> right. <laughs> huh. Then again, then again, you the get to choose at the beginning if you're racist or not. Oh, that's true. I did, oh, that's did true. either of you pick the other option? Oh uh, no, I know. I I've the, chucked it at him. Yeah, yeah. I Though in the end, it doesn't really matter because I mean, you get grabbed so before you can do I, anything. I really don't want to start a, start flames uh, on this on yeah. this podcast. Uh, we are we are from a I, very very liberal uh, yes, yes. part of. Part I will of the say this. I will say this that personally. I felt kind of bad when I had to fight, start fighting the Vox Populi. Because I'm like, guys, I'm on your side here. I was, Why are you I making me do you. this? I died for you. Literally. See yeah. the nosebleed. <laughs> the nosebleed. Booker, your nose is bleeding. What? Okay. Oh, my God. That I, didn't lock for me right away yeah, at the end. I know. I don't know why. Oh, my God. I want to do... I so want to uh, cosplay Booker DeWitt. And find like someone who wants to cosplay as Elizabeth and go to a con and she'd be running around like Elizabeth, where the hell did you take us now? Yeah. You know? And then get some blood capsules to keep them up there. So that I can just be like, Where is she? Where's Elizabeth? And where's Elizabeth? and you know, break them and just I start bleeding my nose Elizabeth. and be like What? Yeah, it's definitely it. Sign me up. Sign me up. Okay, you get to be Elizabeth. Awesome. <laughs> oh god, why? Cool. Well, I mean, he's got he's got the feminine hips. There you yeah, go. that's absolutely <laughs> that sway. I got that sway. The junk in the trunk, if necessary. So I think this is uh, I think this I, is a good uh, think, stopping point. Yeah, I think absolutely. Got, yeah. I think we've covered everything that we had in our in our notes. Yes, we have notes. <laughs> I really oh, yeah. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, please submit your feedback again. It's going to be cast at threeheadedboy.com. Um, you can follow Tristan Hess. Athern Hess, sorry. Athern Hess. Yeah. It's okay. Just just Tristan Hess is fine. Uh, at TBA it, Films. TBA Films on YouTube. Me at threeheadedboy.com. YouTube.com slash TBA Films. I, mean, I, I, don't have any, uh, I don't have any channels or Twitter or anything yet. Coming I soon. Mean, Coming soon. <laughs> Someday. We'll be sure to let you know. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye-bye. I may not always love you. But long as there are stars above you, you never need to doubt it. I'll make you so sure about it. God only knows what I'd be without you. If you should ever leave me, will life will still go on, believe me. Show nothing to me So what good would